anybody, harm or offended anybody. God, we ask that you will cause those people to forgive us, oh God, just as we forgive the people that has harmed us, offended against us, sinned against us, every creditor that has come against us, every debtor that has come against us. Father, we forgive them right now in the name of Jesus, just as we are asking that they'll forgive us. Father, we ask that you're creating us a clean heart and renewing us a right spirit, that we may effectively walk in spirit and in truth, that we may worship you in spirit and in truth, that we may be effective in our call, our mission, and our assignment. God, we thank you even for this day, this minute, this second, this hour, this week, this season, and this century. God, we thank you for what you're doing in this moment. Father, we ask that you'll continue to speak to us in this moment. God, continue to download into us the wisdom and knowledge that we need to live, thrive, and survive throughout this day. Father, give us our daily bread and our daily benefits that you said that you will give unto us, oh God. Father, endow us with your love, your gifts, your presence, and your kindness, that we'll be able to walk forever in truth and in your love. Father, protect every person in this room from danger, seen and unseen, oh God, as they travel along the way, oh God, Adam, today, as they go throughout their day-to-day -day operations, God, I ask that you will bless them, oh God, be in their mind, be in their heart, oh God, and be in their character in the name of Jesus. Father, let no weapon formed against them be able to prosper, oh God, but let them be motivated, oh God, let them be disciplined, and let them be determined to accomplish all that you have set forth in them, oh God, in the name of Jesus. Father, cause their mind and their heart to come into alignment with the will of the Father, that they'll be able to accomplish all that you set before them in the name of Jesus. Father, I ask that you'll remove all stony heart, oh God, that they'll be able to feel you, God, unstop their ears, that they'll be able to hear you, God, remove the scales from their eyes, that they'll be able to see you, God, anoint their hands, that everything they touch will be prosperous and productive, anoint their feet, that everywhere they go, they shall walk in dominion and power, oh God, touch their mouth, that they shall speak the oracles of God, and cover their brain in the name of Jesus, that they'll have no ungodly thoughts, oh God, that you will cover their mind from all distractions, oh God, in the name of Jesus, and I thank you, because as we pray right now, God, we believe by faith that it is so. God, as we pray by, right now, God, we believe by faith that all things are working together for our good. So we say thank you, God. We say bless you, God. We say it is in Jesus' name that we pray. Amen, amen, and amen. All right. All right, I'm going to stop right there. I ain't trying to get too hype early this morning. I ain't going to cap. We're going to have a proud week one day. I think probably next week as we just cover kids in school. Kids going back to school. I think we just need to have a prayer day. Hallelujah, God. But y'all know what time it is. It's time for me to go ahead and get to another song right before we get to the scripture of the day. Because this, this is about to get real exciting in here on today. I thought I seen Pastor Jerry in here, but I'm going to have to ping him back in because I'm excited. We're going to have a conversation about the prophets today. Ooh, everybody want to be deep and spiritual. Everybody want to talk about the ancestors on Friday, but then be telling some we made our ancestors proud on Saturday. Make up your mind. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. No shade. Just fun. Just being fun. Just teasing. But yeah, we're going to talk about all that great stuff today. I'm telling you, it's going to be an exciting Tuesday. Also, I got a testimony that I just want to release. I believe by faith that God is doing some great things and that when I testify, guess what? It is raising faith not only in me, but it's raising faith in the people around me. How can people understand and know what God we live for? Or what God we serve if he's not doing anything in our life, if he's not blessing us, if he's not showing up for us. So I believe in testimony service. So we finna testify today. We finna have so much fun. But listen, let me go ahead and cut to my next song break so we can come right, 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 right back with the scripture of the day. Is that all right? All right, Google, let's go. Let's go. Now you act funny. <laughs> Oh, you got 
Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Good morning. All right. All right. Good morning, everybody. Welcome back. Welcome back. Welcome back. Welcome back to Waking Up with the Prophet, where we wake up each and every weekday morning with fresh inspiration, motivation, and a little bit of music to start our day. Not sure where you're listening from. If you're on your way to work, coming home from work, already at work, somewhere working out. Maybe you called off work today. We just want to make sure that you're still starting your day off the right way, meaning with the right people, right conversation, right inspiration, right mindset, right attitude, all that good, right stuff, because I just believe by faith that when you start your day off the right way, meaning with the right people, right conversation, right inspiration, right attitude, all that good, right stuff, things tend to go the right way. I don't know about y'all, but they tend to go a little bit better for me. With that being said, it's time for me to go ahead and read the scripture of the day. It's time for the scripture, scripture of the day, hallelujah to God. Uh, scripture of the day today comes from Psalms. It comes from Psalms 149. Psalms 149 verse 4 brought to you by Bible Gateway, and I'm reading from the NIV version, and it reads, For the Lord takes delight in his people. He crowns the humble with victory. 
I'm going to stop right there and I'm going to read that one more time for those of you back. That's, that's a little slow, but where's waiting on? He said, for the Lord take delight in his people. He crowns the humble with victory. Okay, so I'm going to go ahead and break that down because I know y'all a little slow, but you're waiting on. I'm going to go ahead and break that down. Read it one more time from King James Version because Pastor Charles, you, I just believe by faith that sometimes it'd be a little bit more power in the King James Version. Sometimes King James Version be scaring me to be a little off and be a little, you know what I'm saying? But but I'm going to read it from the New King James Version because I believe it gives context to what to what, to what what the text is actually saying on today. And I tell y'all all the time, I'm nobody's pastor, doctor, theologian, senior leader, and whatnot. I'm just chill, uh, chill a prophet. You know what I'm saying? Raised from Birmingham and Abdullah. But I believe that this is a word from God that I believe he wants us to get to get grab and hold on to for today. Amen. All right. For it says, for the Lord takes pleasure in his people. He will beautify the humble with salvation. The Lord takes pleasure in his people. He will beautify the humble with salvation. Now, if I was just pull two, two points out of that right there, it is the pleasure and the beautify or the beautify and the humble. Because we see in the A clause of the text already that God takes delight and pleasure in his people. There is never a moment where God does not love and embrace his people. However, here's the great thing about him and his people. He beautifies those of us who are humble with salvation. Because truth is, you can be God's creation, but not be God's child. Hmm. And that is true. You can, you know what I'm saying, walk in a place where you, you don't always have the salvation and the beautification of walking in harmony with God. That can be a real thing, but you can be still God's creation. You can still still be God's creature. But at the same time, there's a certain beautification as the, as the scripture used. I love how I use that word. There's such a beautification that comes over you as you walk in humility and knowing that God has you all to itself, knowing that God takes delight and pleasure in you. So I want to encourage you on today, even in this small moment, right before we get to our next song break, to take the time to actually be humble in who God is. Understand that you don't have to worry about nothing. Even when you try this, try that, and try that, and everything else. After you have tried everything, just trust him and be humble enough to say, guess what? I believe that he'll beautify me at the end of the day. That's what I'm waiting on God to do in my life. I'm not perfect. I don't got everything together. But as I stay humble and I know that he takes pleasure in me and takes delight in me and I take pleasure and delight in him, guess what? I begin the beautification process of salvation that makes me whole, not only within myself, but within who God is. So I want to encourage you the same process that I'm taking with him. I want to encourage you to take that same process. Be humble in who God is. Take pleasure in who God is and watch him beautify you. Amen. Okay, okay. All right, I'm, I'm just going to use that for, for, for a quick little reference on today. I'm going to use that for a quick little reference on today. We're going to cut back into one more song, and then we're coming back to check in. Y'all know how we check in. We check in each and every day here on Waking Up With The Prophet with our three daily questions. What's the weather? What's for breakfast? How you starting your morning? On a scale of 1 to 10, 1 to 5, how you feeling this morning? You know what I'm saying? Like, if you 5, you know, just say you 5. 5 stars still meaning good, but at the same time, I think, Mama Lynn, we might just have to turn it on over to 10 and make people feel like they're on the 10. And I don't know. But, yeah, I want to know how you feeling today. But like I said, let me cut to another song break, get you a little excited, and then we coming right, right back. Hey, if the music is a little funny to y'all, drop it in the chat for me as well. Let me know, because I don't want, I don't want the, the music to be sounding crazy over here. Let me know. Amen? Amen. All right. So I'm going to play this, and then we coming right, right back. Let's go.
some days it seems like it'd be easier to just let go. I know you pray for a change, to see a sunny day. Nothing good has come your way for so long. You need someone to understand this place your heart is in. You just want to dream again and believe. Yeah. Your skies may dim and but know your breakthroughs are away. So what you to do? So hold on. Yes. You are too close to give up. Got so much to live for. You have so much to live for. Remember what you pray for.
you gotta endure because you're close to him Good morning, good morning, good morning, good morning. Amen, amen, amen. Hallelujah. I don't know how I feel about Monica on that gospel song, but hey, it is what it is. Good morning, good morning, good morning. Welcome to Waking Up with the Prophet, where we wake up each and every weekday morning with fresh inspiration, motivation, and a little bit of music to start our day. Not sure where you're listening from. If you're on your way to work, coming home from work, already at work, someone working out, maybe you called off work today, or maybe you don't have a job, whatever the case may be, we still want to make sure that you're starting your day off the right way, meaning motivated, inspired, and encouraged to do the right thing with the right people, right conversation, right inspiration, right mindset, all that good, right stuff. Because I just believe by faith that when you start your day off the right way, with meaning with the right people, right conversation, right mindset, right attitude, things tend to go a little bit better. Not saying you're going to have no ups and downs, no bumps and bruises, no hangups, headaches, hiccups. You're definitely going to have some of that. But at the same time, it's still going, you know what I'm saying, it's, 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 yeah, yeah, God, God going before your day is always a great thing because at the end of the day, he, he, you know, he just tends to cover you. Amen. Amen. With that being said, good morning, everybody. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Um, let me go ahead and check in. Y'all know what time it is. It's time for us to check in. Y'all know how we check in here on Waking Up With The Prophet. We check in with our three daily questions. What's the weather? What's for breakfast? How you starting your morning? All that other good stuff. You know what I'm saying? Tell how you feeling on a scale of one to 10. And then this morning, if you got a testimony because it's Tuesday, I definitely want you to, you know what I'm saying, go ahead and give your testimony. All right? All right, let's go. Prophet, it's on you. Doo-doo-doo-doo. All right, all right. Good morning, everybody. Good morning. Hold on, hold on. I have some music in the background. There you go, there you go. Good morning, everybody. There you go. Have to turn my music on real quick so I can just chill and vibe for a second. Cause I'm having a good morning. I'm having a great, great morning. Um, yeah, I can say probably on a scale of one to five, I'm probably at a good four. If I was to do on a scale of one to ten, I'd probably say I just seven, maybe good eight. I don't know. I'm somewhere in the middle. I'm not having a, a whole, a whole, you know, turn up morning. But I am excited to be alive on today. Um, I'm excited because I don't really have nothing to stress about. You know what I'm saying? I realize that sometimes we come to God only because we're worried about something, we stressing for something, we need something. But I'm just thankful that I'm able to come to God just because I love and I have a relationship with him. I don't really need nothing, even though I kind of do. I do be needing some stuff, want some stuff. But I just, I'm just thankful right now because this is just my daily life to just love on him and to appreciate him for all that he is. You know what I'm saying? I really just, I'm just thankful for that. So I'm kind of excited this morning. You know what I'm saying? I'm really thankful that he's continuously showing me that he's loving me and blessing me. 
um, in spite of everything that I'm, I think of sometimes, because like I say, sometimes I'm hard on myself, but I think God is doing a great thing. God is doing the right thing in my life. Um, this morning, the weather is kind of warm. It feel real good outside. It's 72 degrees with a high of 90. Um, it's not supposed to rain today, which is supposed to be a good thing. So I might get the chance to actually go grocery shopping today. Cause y'all know I've been trying to go grocery shopping for a minute, but I don't like going out in that rain. And I'm not somebody who like going to the store all the day. I don't know how y'all be doing that where y'all got to go to the store every other day. I believe I'm going grocery shopping once, maybe twice a month. You know what I'm saying? Sometimes, depending on if somebody at my house or what's going on. Like, I don't like going, ripping and running, going to the store all the time. Now, say, for example, if I am cooking something new, trying a recipe out, and I don't have some supplies in my house, cool. But most of the time, for a person like me who really don't cook that much but cook a lot, but it's really just be me, I don't be running out of stuff like that. Like, like when I tell people, I don't run out of tissue that much in my house. Unless it's a bunch of folks over my house all the time. A pack of tissue for me lasts me two, three months. It just me. You know what I'm saying? Even with three bathrooms in my house, it just be me. I don't be having to replace them that much. It'll be that many. Nah, uh-uh. So, yeah, I don't like going to the store, but I finally need to go to the store. So, I'm probably going to go to the store today since it's going to be sunny. Um, As far as anything else, I know breakfast this morning. I told you I ain't went to the store, so I don't got no eggs down there. I got some bacon down there. I got some oatmeal down there. But I ain't feeling that this morning. I ain't feeling bacon and oatmeal. I'm feeling I feel like I want some eggs. I like eggs. I don't care about nothing y'all else. I understand. We all got different preferences with that food and breakfast. But I like, I want me a good, like, omelet. That just sounds so good to me. Like, I love a good omelet. But, um, yeah, that's it for me right now. I think that's my breakfast. That's my weather. That's how I'm starting my morning. I did kind of start my morning off on time, but it didn't really start on time. Because, like I told y'all, my goal is to get up every morning at 6 o'clock so I can get things done. This morning, I ain't get up out of bed till 7.30, which is kind of decent. But at the same time, like I said, I'm trying to build discipline and motivation. I'm really, I really want to scale up. And one thing I think I am, I think I'm kind of comfortable where I am. And I think I'm like, like my real push right now for God is God put a, a fresh, deeper, harder fire in me to where I want to just go harder for something. You know what I'm saying? Like, just, just, just do that. Because right now... I be feeling comfortable, you know what I'm saying? I'm like, God, make me, make push, push me, push me, push me. And I be scared. Be, be careful what you ask for, too. Because sometimes when you ask for stuff like that, God will start making the wrong stuff happen. He be start making, you start going into financial problems, then you got to start praying for family stuff. And I be like, uh-uh, God, this is not the fire that I be asking for. This is not what I asked for. I meant something else. Give me... Give me something to, uh-uh, not, <laughs> not that. But yeah, it's just interesting because right now I'm chasing God and I really see him moving in my life. But yeah, that's my check-in this morning. Like I said, I'm on a four, probably seven, depending on how we rate it. Um, but do me a favor, pull to refresh, see if you guys are on the stage. If you're on Facebook, go ahead and share the room. Go ahead and drop your check-in in the chat. If you're on here, if you're on Clubhouse and you just don't want to come up and talk, okay, drop your check-in in the chat too. But pull to refresh, see if you guys are in the room. Make sure you're sharing the room, ping some people in the room, and we're going to start just like that with who we on? My boy Trey. Trey, it's on you. do 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 Good morning, everybody. Um, it's 83 degrees and no breakfast. I'm on a three. And um, that was it. God bless you. That was it. Yeah. Trey, how you feeling this morning? Good. I'm trying to get into this conversation for I got to go. So I'm trying to be quick. Okay. Understandable. Understandable. You got to go to work this morning? 
Okay, okay. Well, hey, make sure you get you some AirPods then so you can always listen, even if you can't, you know what I'm saying, talk and be in the conversation. But I appreciate you. Thank you so much. Uh, Pastor Charles, good morning, sir. How you feeling? Go ahead and check in for us. It's on you. Yeah, good morning. Good morning. It is, um, let's see, 80, 80 degrees right now. High is going to be 105. I've got a red flag warning here on my weather app that says it's going to be hot until 10 p.m. excessive heat warning so that's the way it is in texas i guess um breakfast i haven't decided that's even if i'm gonna have breakfast at this point and i am about a two today and yeah i got some stuff kind of hanging around in my head and i gotta deal with so it is what it is and i'll do my best to be a contributor to the conversation I'm not gonna have all day either. I gotta. I do have some other things that I need to do, but I want to kind of make sure I kind of hang in here and to hear, excuse me, what's going on uh, with this topic today. All right, thanks. Thank you so much, Pastor Charles. Thank you so much. But listen, if you if you need to call me today so we can debrief, clear our heads with each other, you know what I'm saying? Let 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 talk, cause I need you. I need you right now. Like I tell you, with this new fire I'm praying for, it's hard to ask God for another level of power, another level of influence, notoriety, dedication, if you kind of don't want to work for it. And part of me kind of feel like I want to work for it, but kind of me part of don't want to work for it. Because it'd be like, I don't be taking out on me. I don't, be like, feel like, I, don't, I don't feel like doing all that, God. Like, I start, you know, I be going live on Facebook now. People say, you should start getting the restream or the, or the chat stream so where you can put your little symbols, your little gift stuff up there. And I was like, oh, Lord, I don't feel like doing it. I'm finna melt. You know what I'm saying? And this is like, yeah, I feel you. But maybe we just gonna have to have a debrief session, Pastor John. I'm gonna pray for me, pray for me. Because <laughs> I be wanting to be on the two, but I can't be on the two. I just cannot be on the two. When you be on the two and you start it off on the two, Pastor Charles, you gotta work even harder to get it up. So we're gonna have to make sure by the end of the show, you'll be at least up to a four or five or something. You got to, you got to. All right, but I'm gonna throw it over to Ebony. Miss Ebony, good morning. Go ahead and check in for me. Doo-doo-doo-doo. Okay, um, she might be away from the phone for a second, so we might have to jump back to her. Do me a favor, y'all. Make sure y'all pinging the people in the room. Make sure y'all sharing the room. I don't know what's going on with Clubhouse, but some people are saying they can't see the room. So if y'all can, make sure y'all ping some people in the room, because I believe that this is going to be a powerful conversation. And people always like to come in at the last minute, and I hate when that happens, because then we have to rehash, reiterate, go back over certain things. And I know we all want this to be an echo chamber. I know we just want this to be smooth conversation, but then sometimes it happens like that because people don't show up on time but it is what it is i understand but yeah let's go ahead and get it together mama land i'm gonna throw it over to you mama land you there no good morning good morning good oh morning. there you yes, go I am. yes i am um it is warm outside 72 degrees where I have 82, no rain today. Yes, I got drenched yesterday. Um, breakfast is coffee. Uh, I'm on a, I'm on a, I'm on an eight. I'm on an eight. 
traffic was crazy this morning. I clocked in late, and I don't like being late to work. I don't. I don't. I don't like it. But other than that, I'm doing good. Uh, I hope I got everything taken care of with my morning announcements, and I turn it back over to you. Awesome. Okay. Well, thank you so much, Mama Lynn. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. Um, we got a guest on the stage who's been hanging out with us in the listening lounge who decided to want to come up and check in with us. Thank you so much, my boy. How you doing, Kevin? Go ahead and check in with us. Tell us how you start your morning. What's for breakfast and what's the weather from where you at? My God, my morning is starting good. Uh, good. I've woke up with the joy of the Lord. Um, it is early here. I'm in California. Um, it hasn't heated up yet, but I'm sure, pretty sure it's going to be a warm, a warm, warm, warm day. Hallelujah. And, um, glad to be here. I've been in your room before, but I've never been up on the stage. Um, I'd like to, sh I'd like to give a, a really, really brief, um, testimony. Uh, so I'm, I'm gonna try to condense this as, as short as possible. I was molested by my father from the age of five through high school. And of course, by, you know, that spirit of perversion being introduced at a young age, you know, I identified as gay. And I lived my entire life uh, in music ministry and in the church, but I had that struggle, you know, between the two worlds. And I got so far deep into the lifestyle, <clears throat> I went as far as becoming a nymphomaniac I was a weed head. I was obsessed with pornography and masturbation, and I was going to marry a man. We were going to adopt a kid. We were going to buy a house, buy a dog, the whole nine yards. And I had a divine encounter with the Lord. The Lord uh, met me in my bedroom, and he convicted me, and he brought me completely out of that lifestyle. Uh, no residue no turning back, no backsliding. And not only did the Lord do that, he called me to the office of profit. And so I used to wonder, why would I have to go through such horrible things? But now I know that my suffering was not for me. It was for the magnitude of how great and powerful God is, that you can be in something for over 30 years and be deeply caught up in it and the Lord can snatch you out and you won't smell like smoke. So I'm just here to, 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 you know, to testify and to tell people, it doesn't matter what you get in, the power of God is greater. And for those who have loved ones in that community, just know if God did it for me, he could do it for them. Continue to pray, continue to prophesy and speak life over them, continue to love them, but give them the truth and know that it is the Lord who turns people's hearts. It is the Lord who delivers people. The Lord says, the king's heart is in my hand and I can turn it whichever way I will. So just be encouraged. God won't fail. Just keep believing God and just keep loving on them because with loving kindness, is how he has drawn us and how he's going to draw them. So don't bash them. Don't beat them over the head with the scriptures. Tell them what the word of God says, but love on them. Be the example. Let them see the God in you, not hear the God in you. Let them see it. And I'll land my mic. Powerful. 
That is completely powerful, man. Shout out to that testimony. Shout out to that testimony. And what's interesting is how bold you are in speaking your truth and, you know, launching out into your purpose. I would definitely want to ask you more and go deeper, you know what I'm saying, just to interview you and talk to you about that process because I help so many people, you know, who live that same lifestyle. I talk to so many people, you know what I'm saying, who live the same lifestyle, um, you know, dealing with it myself for years. Like, I think it is a blessing that you are able to walk in that truth. And I looked at your profile and see that you've written a book as well, you know, on the testimony. So I would love to just interview you and talk to you, you know what I'm saying, about that. And I'm going to definitely back turn you, man, because I believe that that is a blessing. Thank you so yeah. much for coming up my pleasure. and sharing your testimony. Yeah. I tell people all the time that your life is a living testimony for you. So, what did you say? I'm sorry. I, I just said it would be something. my pleasure. Glory to God. Okay, okay. Well, yeah, I'm going to definitely uh, back channel you and get with you because I definitely want to, you know, allow you to share your testimony. I definitely want to connect with you, look at your book, you know what I'm saying, just find more about you because I believe that that is a blessing. And I tell people all the time myself, your life is a testimony. You don't have to always say, oh, well, God bless me with this amount of money today. Oh, God, allow me to bless this person today. Well, God, you know what I'm saying? Because I ain't going to count. We bless some teachers today. And I ain't, I ain't like... <laughs> Guess what? Your life is a testimony for you. Not what you do, not who you are, but just being who God has called you to be. And I think that is amazing, man. So thank you so much for getting up here and sharing that testimony with us. Um, Ebony, are you back? If not, I'm going to throw it over to Essence. I see Essence that came in, JY that came in. Hey, yes, I'm back. Awesome. It's on you. Good morning, y'all. Uh, let's see what it is. Um, it is currently 72 degrees. It will be 86 degrees, sunny all day. It'll be a beautiful day. Um, I hope to get out and get a little bit of it. Even if I just put homeboy in the stroller and we go take a nice little walk or something. Um, oh. I have a board meeting tonight at six o'clock. So, um, preparing dinner for my family. I won't get to enjoy it, but they will. And, uh, it's all that matters. Um, I had a, um, what's this? I guess it's supposed to be like coffee cake, like a coffee cake muffin, um, and a protein shake. That's probably it for me for breakfast. Um, on a scale of one to five, I am a four. Um, only thing keep me from a five is just being tired. So, that about it. Looking forward to the conversation. Awesome, awesome. Yeah, shout out to that. Shout out to that. Y'all should. Like, I love seeing moms when they be out running and walking with their strollers and their kids and stuff. I think that's always just so cute. And it's, you know, it's kind of healthy for you to get outside, get some vitamin D. You know what I'm saying? For Roman to get out and get some air, too. So, yeah, that would be exciting. You know what I'm saying? Get, go live, build you some, do some content from the stroller, the walking in the stroller. You know what I'm saying? That would be dope. I'm, I'm excited for that. But yeah, um, who we got next? Essence, it's on you. Because I think JY is on the phone. It says JY is on the phone. So I'm going to Essence. Do do do. Essence, you there? I guess not. Okay, okay. Um, JY, are you there? Or does, Cause they say you on the phone, but sometimes it be going off. You on the phone or you not on the phone? Okay, okay. So it look like y'all not there. It look like y'all not there. Which is cool. This is cool. Did anybody else have a testimony that they wanted to share before we even, you know what I'm saying, cut to another song and then get to the topic of the day? Uh, 
No. Okay. Well, get to the topic. Get to the topic. <laughs> Pastor Charles said, get to the topic. Get to the topic. Pastor Charles, I was trying to make sure everybody was available before I get to the topic. Because I didn't want to reintroduce it after I introduced it. You know what I'm saying? Because I know it's one of those, you know what I'm saying, deep things that a lot of people may not understand but kind of understand. So I'm going to go ahead and play a two-minute song, Pastor Charles. Play a two-minute song. Allow everybody to ping somebody. Allow everybody to share it. Allow me to finish, you know what I'm saying, posting the 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 podcast from yesterday you know what i'm saying type that out because that's one of my daily activities as i'm on here today let me finish typing that out and we're gonna come right back after this two minute song break and we're gonna go ahead and hop in this topic <laughs> excuse me if yeah, Pastor charles is ready let's go not that song we already played that that song a little long thank you we already played won't he make you Good morning, good morning, good morning. Welcome back, welcome back, welcome back to Waking Up with the Prophet, where we wake up each and every weekday morning with fresh inspiration, motivation, and a little bit of music to start our day. Not sure where you're listening from. If you're on your way to work, coming home from work, already at work, somewhere working out. Maybe you called off work today. We just want to make sure that you're still starting your day off the right way, meaning with the right people, right conversation, right inspiration, right uh, conversation, right people, right mindset, all that good, right stuff, because I just believe by faith that when you start your day off the right way, meaning with the right people, right conversation, right Jesus, right 
right, God, all that other stuff, things tend to go a little bit better. Not saying you ain't going to have no ups and downs, no bumps and bruises, no hang-ups, headaches, all that other stuff, because you're definitely going to have some of those. But I believe by faith that as God goes before you, things tend to go a little bit better. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? Amen. Amen. With that being said, it's time for the topic of the day. It's time for the topic of the day. And shameless plug, shameless plug. If you're not in the Trailblazer prayer call, you know what I'm saying, that we have on Thursdays, go ahead and go to my website. I think I put the link up there. Go ahead and go to the website and partner. You can partner on any level, you know what I'm saying, to be in a Trailblazer call. But you know what I'm saying, on the basis level, go ahead and partner as a, as a Trailblazer and just be in those calls, be in those conversations. Because when I tell you, it's conversations like uh, those that introduce, you know what I'm saying, topics that we have even on the radio sometimes. So it's really amazing. It's really, really amazing. But today, we got an interesting conversation. We got an interesting conversation that talks about the prosthetic and talks about being clairvoyant. What's interesting is everybody in the world swear they prophetic. Everybody in church culture, everybody in kingdom swear they're prophetic, but don't know what prophetic means or really can't tell me what prophetic means. And that's the thing about me. I tell you, Pastor John told me to stop saying it, but you know what I'm saying? Me as a prophet, I believe that I'm a little different prophet. Um, um, yes, I've always had people around me who are prophets and who are mentors to me, but at the same time, it's, I, ain't nobody teach Batman how to be Batman. Ain't nobody teach Superman how to be Superman. I believe that sometimes people just can't always teach you how to be how you be. They can show you your patterns, your techniques, and all the other stuff that you need, you know what I'm saying? But there's something about learning your own craft that makes you a little bit interesting. And studying my own craft and studying what God has called me to do, this has been one of the topics that I discovered early on, you know, in, in in my approach and in my learning. And I just think it's interesting because every now and then it comes up in some of my calls, every now and then it comes up in some of my meetings, every now and then it just comes up. And some people will call this, this word clairvoyant intuitive, intuition. And I also believe that that is a form of it. I believe that you can be just as intuitive um, and, and have just as much intuition as, as you can be clairvoyant, basically. I believe that those are two different things, however. I believe being clairvoyant and having intuition are two different things. I believe a woman can have women's intuition, but I believe a woman not always clairvoyant. I believe that some people can be clairvoyant, but cannot be prosthetic. I believe some people are prosthetic, but aren't clairvoyant. And there are different terms to it, depending on how you look at it. However, I want to ask you guys, from your experience, from your understanding before we hop into it really, really deeply, because you guys know I learn by asking questions. I don't always think I know it all. I don't try to teach everybody. That's not my job to come in this room and preach. My job is to come in here for us to have a conversation and us all learn. With that being said, though, I want to know from somebody else's perspective and understanding, what does prosthetic mean, first of all? Like, when we say, okay, uh, I walk in the prosthetic, or um, um, he, he's prosthetic, what does that mean? What does that mean? What does that mean? Trey, Pastor Charles, Ebony, Mama Lynn, Essence, JY, what does it mean to be prosthetic? So, I think it really just means that one... I mean, walks and, and has that the prophetic gift. You know, of course, there's levels to that. Um, you know, there's the office of the prophet. Um, you know, there's the spirit of prophecy. Um, well, you know, God can use, you know, use anyone um, to, to relay a prophetic word. But um, being prophetic in its core is really um, being trusted to speak the mind of God um, and the earth being a mouthpiece for God in the earth. Sure, God can speak for himself, um, but 
he uses us um, in some instances to get his word out. Uh, faith comes by hearing. And I believe that especially for those who are babes in Christ, uh, he will use some of those more um, more practical means to speak to to speak to them, you know, until they get an understanding um, and mature enough to understand his voice as he speaks to them. So he will use someone um, to speak. Um, being prophetic is not um, okay. I don't I don't want to cross into that because I think you're gonna I think you'll highlight that point as we get into the whole clairvoyant points. I don't want to go too deep into that, but in short, that's what it means to be prophetic. Okay. Anybody else? Well, in the Greek and in the Hebrew, if you look up um, what a prophet is, of course, it'll help us understand what the prophetic is. And basically, the most simple, the, the, the simplest way that I can put it, a prophet or a person with a prophetic gift is a person that's chosen by God. That's number one. So anything prophetic has to do with God. Um, and it, it, it has to do with whatever he wants the people to know, right? So being a prophet or being prophetic means that I have a gift from God and I'm using that gift um, to be a benefit or to be an additive to the kingdom um, and to the church because that's what the Bible originally stated the gift is for, the church, the saints. That's what the Bible said. So um, I just think being being a prophet or being prophetic is a gift from God um, that is used for God um, in the use of perfecting the saints and the church. And that's what the scripture says. So I'll go on back on mute on that. Find that in the scripture for me. Find what in the scripture? That that's what it says. You're talking about for it being used for the for for, for the perfecting of the saints? No, because I know that the Bible says that he gave some prophets for the perfecting of the saints. Uh -huh. But here's the thing, though, just because like I believe in the prophetic from a prophet standpoint. What about the people who are prophetic but are not prophets? What do you then describe the prophetic as to them? Just intuition? No. Well, again, I believe being prophetic is a gift. You can have the gift of prophecy. There are many, there, just like Ebony said, there are many levels. There are, there are accounts in scripture where there are people where the prophetic fell on them. Just like when the messengers were coming after David and when they came into the presence of the prophets, the, pro the prophetic fell on them and they prophesied. Right. Or there are there have been people that just simply have a prophetic gift, but that doesn't mean that they walk as a prophet. So, again, but that's what I'm saying. When the person when we describe that as a, a person has a prophetic gift, then that's what yes. I mean. What what do we describe that prophetic gift as? Because having conversation as we move into the actual topic of the room, you know what I'm saying? Some people will describe that prophetic gift as, oh, they're clairvoyant or they just have a good sense of intuition. Mm -mm. So I believe that any level of the prophetic, rather you are a prophet, rather you operate in a prophetic gift, or rather the prophetic falls or the, the prophetic falls upon you, it is all from God. Number one, it is all to accomplish something God wants us to know and or do. 
and it is used for the upbuilding of his kingdom. Anything outside of that, I get a little iffy with, but but in number one, the, the basis of it, it comes from God. So even if it's just a prophetic gift, but you're not a prophet, your source is God. Your source is not the devil. Your source is not through any other type of realm, but it's God. And I think that's, that's again, what the prophetic is. It comes from the Lord and only from the Lord. Okay. So you would separate it and say the prophetic comes from the more sacred um, versus being secular, um, where clairvoyant will probably be more connected to, or intuition will be more connected to. You believe that prophetic means more supernaturally connected to God. Yes, versus, only know, God. Okay. Because things can be supernatural, but it not be God. So I believe that's that it good. is strictly from God. That, that's that, it. That's good, Trey. So do you believe there's a difference between being prophetic and being um, intuitive? Do you think a person can just be very, very, you know, have great supernatural intuition? No, I don't don't believe in no supernatural intuition. I believe in discernment. I believe in prophecy. I mean, I mean, uh, if you I mean, most women say, you know, women have intuition. That doesn't mean that it's prophetic. It, it just means that, you know, sometimes people have a really good um, um, yeah, mind to guess or just to know what's going on. That doesn't mean that it's prophetic and it doesn't mean that it's from God. But prophets well, or people that are prophetic are not clairvoyant. There's a difference. But this is so this is this is the difference then. So how do you know the difference? Because I know some great people who are very, very intuitive. But I wouldn't consider them prophetic either, probably. Only because from your definition, they're not saved. So it will seem like their gift, it may not be considered. We I don't know if it's from God. So can I say that they're prophetic? Or should I just say they get just got a good sense of discernment or intuition? And even discernment falls under the, the line of prophetic, right? Yes, but the Bible says to test, to try the spirit and see if it be from God. So therefore, if I am a person that has a relationship with the Lord, I have an ability to test every single thing that's done or to test everything that is said to make sure that it's from God and either it's from God as a prophecy or it's not. There are plenty of things that I just be guessing really good. in. That doesn't mean that I have a supernatural ability to just guess. It's just my guess. And I'd be right. But a guess and, and, you know, your intuition or the prophetic are two different things. Okay. Can I I speak to that a little bit? Um, You brought up the mother's intuition piece. Um, And women are typically, you know, it's typically said that women, you know, have good intuition or, you know, we tell women and I tell moms all the time, you know, trust your gut. I think the difference between intuition and well, first let's let's hit that levels of prophecy because I think you were trying to split split something up when you were asking Trey about like the spirit and being a prophet. Being in a my prophet opinion, being prophetic, yeah. I think the only difference in those you know quote unquote levels is honestly the frequency of prophecy, That's how good. trusted one is by God to relay things. Um, it's mainly frequency. You know, the spirit of prophecy can fall on anyone. Um, yeah. I've known children who God has used to say, and God said, blah, 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 blah. Um, there are people 
um, oh there God. are people who are generally, um, and then I think I fall in this category. I do not walk, uh, quote unquote, in the office of the prophet, but um, my intercession is definitely prophetic. Through my prayer life, um, God has shown me many things. Um, and there are certain people that God just, in particular, my leader, um, you know, God will reveal things to, um, and God will say, text this now or say this now or do this now. Um, and there are times where it is literally saved his life or saved him from making a terrible decision or, you know, whatever, um, God has used me to predict that some things were going to happen, etc. Um, but I, I'm not one who just, you know, walks around seeing, you know, looking at people and saying, oh, this, 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 uh, that's, that's not me. And then there are some people who are just prophetic. They just prophesy every waking moment of the day. Um, they look around and, and see all, or at least they claim they do. Because they claim you they do. You're going to eat some crunch, crunch, crunch toast for breakfast. They be good. Yeah. You know, just, just, you know, some people just, you know, there's there's a frequency there. So I just wanted to wake that up. I think the only difference there is 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 the frequency um, and, you know, the, the level in which they are trusted to that particular thing. Now, intuition and being prophetic. Intuition has a reference point. Intuition is built from reference. It is built from history. It is built from being a student of things past. I know my daughter well enough to know the look on her face when she's about to get sick. I can tell by the way that she's breathing. Um, if she's getting ready to have an episode, we need to pour her oxygen out. I know those things because I have a reference point. I've seen them before. I've been around her long enough to have learned all of the things about her. That's intuition. That's not prophetic. I took note to things that happened in the past. So that's more so a natural inclination versus yes, what it we is a natural it. inclination. It is wisdom. It is knowledge. You know, we talk about the gift of knowledge mm -hmm. um, and the difference between the gift of knowledge and, and prophecy is not God said. It is someone sharing. Um, and I, I believe that intuition falls under the gift of knowledge, to be honest. Um, it's not a God said. It is a I see and I believe. It is a I, I see and I, I, I think that something um, yeah. will be. It's an instinct. Yes, yeah, absolutely. almost like an instinct. And when you mm -hmm. look up the definition of intuition, it says the ability to understand something immediately without the need for conscious reasoning. The similarities would be instinct, intuitiveness, sixth sense. So, yeah. <laughs> I honestly think, good morning, everybody. I honestly think that um, intuition comes from a sense of familiarity, something that you experienced before. Because an individual as like into like a child or whatever who has never really experienced um anything um may not know what something is like for instance my daughter who's 14 right um she's dating or whatever this that, any other she has a little friend or whatever and there are certain things that's that may go on that she's super oblivious to because she just never experienced it i think what intuition comes from is there a part that's in your mind that stores things and experiences and stuff away that when something that comes around that may seem similar or familiar may trigger a, a, a memory that lets you know 
okay. It ain't got dark and quiet. I don't know. Something ain't going to be right. It don't mean it's like a a supernatural foretelling. What what prophecy typically is, is something that's foretelling or um, informative of something that's completely unknown to a lot of other people or even the individual. And it is strictly from God. It, pro 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 prophecy is strictly from God. Um, and it's always going to lead the individual or the person or the situation towards the purposes of God. People use clairvoyancy or whatever to lead them to the purposes of themselves. But when it comes to prophetic, if God is involved, it's always going to lead them to him. It's never going to lead you to yourself. And so I think that's what the difference is. So you said a lot of preachers, when they lead people to themselves, they're operating in clairvoyancy and not prophetic? They're probably operating in divination, too, because they're just trying to get them to uh, away from or trying to uh, appease their emotions and their feelings to make them feel better and feel happy. You know what I'm saying? But I really believe that when it's prophetic, that it's going to lead you to God no matter the feeling, no matter the shape, no matter the direction, no matter um, how comfortable or uncomfortable it will be, it's always going to lead you back to his purposes and plans for your life or for whoever else that's involved life. But people who call themselves clairvoyant or whatever is typically not a God-driven um, ability it is definitely a driven well listen let's look but hold on let's look up the word clairvoyant though because the word clairvoyant is a person who claims to have a supernatural ability to perceive events in the future or beyond be or beyond natural sensory contact so i mean and literally under it it has profit <laughs> and similarities in addition to other words but i mean that's why I say, Jay, why we can't say, we can't just say that. I believe that a lot of prophets are clairvoyant. That's why they can operate. <clears throat> I believe that some prophets are clairvoyant, which is why they're able to operate, speak, or work that gift without having to be in a certain anointing, without having to be in a certain atmosphere, without having to be in a certain spirit, because that is their gift. Prophets. Go ahead. Go yeah. ahead. Hold on. Take your turns, though. Take your turns. Yeah. I know everybody no. gonna come at me. Take your turns. No, please I, put, I, me I in, say... put me in line, please. Me too. <laughs> <laughs> Let's um, go, Jay. Why you first? I would just lay. I'll say this: the office of a prophet, or how Prophet Jerry say, the gift of the prophet. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Because the office has to be elected. Um, <laughs> or they have the ability to create in the atmosphere, in the in the idea of God. Think about Elijah. Hey, hello. Since you're going to speak on his name, though, you got to make sure you ping the room and ping him in here so he can speak for himself, too. I ping, I ping every time I come in here. I'm, I'm, I, I always share every time I come he here. You know, early. I would love to hear what he had to say about. That. I would love to hear what he has to say too. Um, <laughs> but um, prophets have the ability to create and speak things to exist. That's the difference between the prophet and the gifting. The gifting comes in. I operate in the gift. I'm not a prophet, but I'm married. My wife is a 
profit. profit. What Deborah at anyway? Man, she's uh, knocked out. I'm driving. I'm driving back home. Um, <laughs> I'll try to see what she, if I can get her up when I get home. Um, she, it's, it's school week. Everybody getting their hair done, and then my youngest daughter is the toughest, and so she was working on her hair, and she takes it out of her. Um, but yeah, um, in the when Elijah had went to the woman and she said that I'm going to take my, we're going to have this is the last that we have, and we're going to eat it and die. And he spoke to her that she was going to have a son, and he said, "Don't say lies." And she said, "Don't you lie to me or whatever? Don't you say this, that, and the other?" I'm, I'm paraphrasing like crazy, and then he spoke it to her again, and thus she did end up having a child. Um, and then the child ended up passing and he had to come back and the child, um, and, and speak back into it because of what she said, but he was able to speak something out of the atmosphere to allow to happen. Gifting individuals may be able to hear from the Lord or even have visions, you know, or what are our sights or whatever in that moment or in the spirit, in, in, in the area of the spirit of prayer or whatever it may stir up in them. And so that's how that typically works. But those that are clairvoyant, I feel like they sometimes have, like, um, like uh, Tracy earlier, uh, they really good at guessing, or they have a, um, a, a, a maybe an inclination and understanding of of something that may seem similar or whatever they can use, or there may be some foretelling. Because I believe a lot of people are um, operating in gifts that they have that because gifts come without repentance. And they Facts. have not submit themselves over to God. Facts. There you I go, there's a, there's a lot of rappers. I always say there's a lot of rappers and that have um, spiritual gifts um, that if they if they were ever to submit themselves over to God, the whole kingdom would switch over. Honestly, just imagine like what, what, whatever spiritual influential gifts that like someone like Beyonce may have. Imagine if she switched, switched herself all the way to become yeah. an evangelist. You know what I'm saying? So there's giftings that are in work. It's just that are they submitted under to God or they're submitted exactly. under Exactly. That's what I'm saying. All right. And I ain't gonna cap. And Pastor Jerry, please don't come up here, sir. Go come on up here because this is gonna get real, real good. Because JY, I, I I can agree with that. Now I believe you can have that gift because gifts are without repentance. If we took it into the world into another term outside the church, I believe that those words would be synonymous. However, I also believe that that gift has to be submitted in order to be cultivated properly and to actually be considered what we will call prosthetic. But you know. That's another topic. I mean, not another topic. This is the same topic. We just, oh yeah, we're going to take it a little deeper. Ebony, go ahead. I'm, I'm working up. So I'm throwing it to Ebony, Pastor Charles, then um, Bishop Trey. Um, so I was just simply going to say that, um, yeah, you can't be a prophet and be clairvoyant. You that That's too, that's too, too told. If you are a prophet, if you have been trusted as a prophet, that means you're the mouthpiece of, mouthpiece of God. And if you are a clairvoyant, you are pulling knowledge from somewhere else. We know, oh, I might get in trouble, but I don't care. Uh, we know um, at least one um, person that we do believe is a prophet um, who has pulled on the words and knowledge of a clairvoyant. Um, who has Ooh. repeated their their words line for line? Who? Hmm. Uh, rhymes with uh, Larn. I'm so and, weak. Um, 
uh, repeated the words of someone who, you know, who, who was a clairvoyant, who was a known psychic. And so, as we said before, and you agreed that uh, prophecy, being prophetic, that God is being the mouthpiece of God, those that that is the word of God. God is entrusting you with that word. Clairvoyance is coming from a completely different source. So, how can one speak for God? And get knowledge from another source. How are you saying that I, I was the anointing? I <laughs> that don't make no sense. You just took me out with that. Up here, please get this boy right. Please get this boy right. Because you you can't be a you can't be a prophet and a clairvoyant. Listen, I mean you can. Listen, you, you you gonna be damned. Listen, I, you, you I, try I, it. I agree with you, but then I also disagree with you. Like I said, here it is why because by definition, by definition. People in church have been doing this all the time, by definition. Now, here's where I believe that but you're how right. how do you know they're getting it from another source? How do you hold on, know? Hold on, hold on. Here I am. Hold on. Let me finish. Let me finish. Here I am, though. There's a difference. I agree with you. There is a difference when it comes to the source of your gift, your gift not being submitted, which is why we say there's a difference between somebody who's a median or a necromancy versus somebody who's hearing in the prophetic. You know what I'm saying? Now, granted, those are somewhat of the two same gifts because they can hear both supernatural information, which is considered defined under clairvoyant. However, because the sources are not submitted, we cannot consider that true prophecy. We cannot consider that true prophetic. So I get, I, I agree with you, but that's why I'm saying I, I'm looking at it by definition as just a simple gift. I'm not saying, you know what I'm saying, you can't or you can't. That's why I'm just, it's just a conversation. Don't, don't, don't attack me, please. Oh, no, I'm not. I'm just trying to get it. Under, even the way you just explained it right now, I'm still kind of confused because that kind of goes against what you said. You said that a prophet, when they're not in the anointing, they can, they can operate in clairvoyance. When they're not in a certain anointing. They can operate they can in their gift. Speak. I believe, Pastor Jerry, help me out. I believe that as a prophet, this is what we, this is why we separated, that you cannot have the spirit of prophecy on you or the, the the anointing of God on you and still prophesy accurately. You know what I'm saying? Just like people who we say, oh, they have to be uh, the spirit of prophecy has to fall on them for them to prophesy or they have to be in a certain atmosphere of vain. I believe that as a prophet, that gift on you is not just, is what we de defined as prophecy, word of knowledge. All, all of that can be defined in, by definition, and I could be wrong, by definition of what I'm looking at right now as a clairvoyant gift. That's 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 all I'm classifying it as. Not saying you can be prophetic right. without the super, True. you know, speaking in tongues and stumbling. I don't think they exactly. lifts off of you. You can prophesy outside of the church environment. You can prophesy yep. with a very calm voice, like I'm speaking to you. So I don't get the part about the the anointing lifting. The anointing shouldn't lift off of you, prophet. It shouldn't, but I'm saying the spirit of prophecy on certain people, how we just said the spirit of prophecy in order for them to prophesy or walk in the spirit of the prophetic, they have to have that spirit or that anointing on them. I'm saying for a prophecy, it is different because that is their natural gift to prophesy. It is my, it's, you know what I'm saying? Versus like a singer, certain people can only sing under the anointing or in church environments like me. I can sing well, in a church. You're not a singer. You're not no, a singer. Exactly. Exactly. For a singer. Trey, don't start don't it. We know I ain't a singer. We know I had to say I was using that for an example. Mm. <laughs> Trey, I was using that for an example, dog. <laughs> You're going to have to use a valid example, prophet. <laughs> yeah, a real one, Lord Jesus. <laughs> Lord have mercy. Okay. 
Oh, but prophet, doesn't the Bible says let God be God and let every man be, be a lie? A lie. Let it be a lie. <laughs> if you ain't operating under the spirit um, and whatever else you're pulling from, is a lie. Period. So they can consider themselves whatever. But here's they are. the thing, though. As, I think as a prophet, we can't always say that God, God said this, God said this. If God gives us the ability as prophets to create with our with our words, anyway, you just said that. Jay. But Why? if you're in the line, but the thing is this: this is what it means when you're delighting yourself with the Lord. That means if you're in line with the Lord, what you're gonna say is gonna always be in line with God. Exactly. But, now, so, now, now, that, now, that could be a true fact. That could be so, a true but, fact. But if you're trying to operate out of self. I don't think I don't believe God will bless. Right. If you operate out of a soulless realm, of course, it's not it's not guaranteed that everything that you're going to say is going to be accurate. If you operate out this, of this, we and this, is, and this is where the line comes between a true prophet and a false prophet. Exactly. So, so I think so, that's hold where. Hold on, hold on, prophet, though. One thing that prophet Jerry would say all the time and people got offended with it, but I truly understood the revelation of it when he said a prophet, you have a a non-profit cannot correct a prophet. Come on. And now. here's where it is. Here where it is. This is what it is. People that can, that that say they're uh uh that, that someone is prophesying to them wrong and you correct them, guess what? They're not a prophet. So you can go and correct a person who is not a prophet, but a person who is operating under the true gift of a prophet will not will not sway away from the way of the Lord is telling them, but the word but the a, a real prophet will speak to a prophet and will tell them this and that and the third thing of the direction they may be delivering or whatever, whatever. But when someone may prophesy something to you that's false or whatever, they're not a prophet. They are not a prophet. Anything that is not of God, you cannot represent the name of it. And so that's the thing when we're saying that I hate I gave beyond the spirit or whatever. Are y'all hear me? Can y'all hear me? Yeah. Okay. When they say when I'm not under the spirit, or this, that, and the other, uh, uh, of this, then you're not. Then you're not operating as a prophet. You're operating. You are a off-duty uh, cop. I'm and when and when you're off-duty, you do not carry that authority. You are now considered a civilian. So that's the same thing in that area. Like, if I'm going to be, if I'm going to operate as a prophet, the spirit is with me everywhere I go. I can't turn the spirit off. I can't close the spirit. I can't shut the spirit up. The spirit follows me everywhere I go because it dwells within me, right? So that's why we have to be careful with saying that um, because I'm a prophet, I can say things without God. We're, we're really, we're, 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 we're playing around, man, in, in that in that slippery yeah. slope. But I, I rest. I'm in a bad yeah. area. Trey, go ahead. So, <laughs> um, I I totally have an issue with the with the statement that prophets are you know clairvoyant. I I have an issue with that. Um, again, I, I, I like the first thing that I said. A prophet can only be made by God. Therefore, anything that we consider prophetic or that is prophetic comes from God. Anything outside of that 
is not a prophet and is not prophetic. It is witchcraft and it comes from another supernatural source. If it didn't come from God, it ain't prophecy. It's witchery. And that's just, it just is what there's no, there's now, no way around it. Statement. If it's not from God, it's witchcraft. I can agree it, with it, that. It, statement it, it is complete it. witchery. It's, it's witchery. I don't, there's no way for us to mix clean and unclean, holy and unholy. If you, if you are operating in, 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 in something else, it is not God. So, you know, fortune tellers, sidekicks, um, um, necromancers, um, in, in any of that stuff, that is not God at all. And if you, if you even look in the scripture, even in Acts, I believe it's Acts 16, don't quote me, there, there was a girl who was, uh, who was operating, um, and she was telling people what thus saith whatever, right? And it was the truth. So but she, she was, was operating doing her, in the gift of clairvoyant. We can't say that but, girl was but, 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 it, but, but, if, but if you look at it, she was doing it for financial gain. I'm finna get in so much trouble. I'm finna okay. get in so okay. much okay. trouble. Okay. I'm finna get in so much trouble. She so was doing it for... Even at, she, so hold on. That, yeah. that speaks to your gift and it speaks to your heart posture. That speaks to your well, ability and, and your heart posture. Because well, it, and it really to, speaks to your intent. Because if you're doing that for, for monetary gain... I'm so sorry that 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 ain't God. I it, it's it's just it's not. I, there's no exactly. ain't no way that for me to be in that. Too. It, it 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 ain't God. So again, prophecy is from God. It'll lead you back to God, and anything else is not God. So if it's not, I'm telling you this because God told me to tell you. But I'm telling you this because I need money to pay my rent, or I'm using this as a way to pay my bills. That ain't God. It is witchcraft. And I'll go back on mute. So that's, I mean, I get what you said. I completely agree with that. I completely agree. Now, my thing is the gift. We're talking about the gift. And somebody brought that back up because you brought out a great point. This girl had an amazing gift, but her heart posture was right, which is why we say it is not God. We cannot discredit the gift because the gift was, the gift was on point. But at the same time, we yes, discredit we her because of the character, because of the hot posture, because of like oh. you said, the intent. We can oh no, we can discredit the gift. Oh no, we we can discredit the gift at the end because I don't know. See, and and this is where we mess well, how up. Do we do, how do we say then gifts are without repentance if we don't discredit the gift? I mean, if we can't be, because because God. again, uh, just because a hold gift. On, hold on, Ebony, be, let him finish. Hers did not right? come from God. That's the difference. Hers was coming from another source but that was not God. If you go back and read the story, it's in there. But again, okay. we we have the ability to test. The Bible says, try the spirit. That That's where that try the spirit by the spirit. That's not scripture. Yeah. Try the spirit and see if it be from God. When a person comes I to me that. and prophesies to me, I, I can, if I, I, the Holy Ghost in me, I don't know which one y'all have, but the Holy <laughs> Ghost in me is either going to bear witness to know this is from God, even if it's something that I don't want to hear, or my spirit is going to be like, that's not from God. So I don't receive that. And I know that you're operating out of a different place. It ain't even if it's accurate, just because it's accurate doesn't mean it's God. I don't know where, where, where we got Perhaps. that from. Accuracy does not mean God. The enemy can do everything that God can do to a point. 
and I go back on mute so Pastor Charles can have his statement. I agree. Go ahead. Hey, real, real quick. Um, first of all, um, okay, I love the Bible stories because that's just a thing. But think about the pieces that went with that Bible story. You had the young lady, the girl that. What good? I'm trying to look it up. Do y'all remember what scripture? I believe it's an Acts. I'm gonna have to. I'll have to do some. It is uh, Acts. I, I think it's myself. Acts 16. I believe it is. Okay. It, I'm but what it is, is I, I believe a, I believe there was a couple people that was involved with that. Long and short of it, they were walking and doing their thing, and the girl was yelling out, "These are the men of God," or something like that, and it disturbed uh, whoever these two guys were. I don't want to say it's Paul and Silas. I'm not sure, but um, it but it disturbed them, and it, they turned around and they cast the spirit out of the girl, and. Yeah, that's right. This is the one that leads to them being locked in prison. Okay, so they cast the they cast the devil out of the cast that spirit out of the girl. Because here's the thing. Here's what is the the thought behind it. Who wants the devil witnessing to saying that you you're a man of God? Who wants the devil to be saying that about you? But they're walking along and they were disturbed by what was going on because the girl was being used by other people to uh, with that what you call it clairvoyance or having the the ability to fortune tell. Okay. Right. And so she was being used to do that. Uh, Paul and Silas goes back and they cast the devil out, cast the spirit out. The man who had was using the girl no longer had uh, had <laughs> their money was messed up. So they had them put in jail. The biggest part of this is that whenever you do whatever you do, it needs to be able to have some, 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 some place where it looks towards helping someone else. Every time we whatever spiritual gift that god gives which he looks is showed in first corinthians chapter 12 in first corinthians chapter 12 it talks about the nine gifts of holy spirit and and these gifts are given and it's a supernatural ability that god gives to all his children his children so that we could advance in the purposes of god so um yeah so i'm doing a big teaching on this so i'm kind of reading my reading some of my notes this is the biggest piece of this our, 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 the, what we're talking about now is we're not talking about apples and oranges. Uh, we, we kind of are, but we're kind of putting some of these words together and they're almost kind of blending. To be clairvoyant and to be that kind of thing is not something that is from God. That is not a scriptural reference um, when you look at First Corinthians chapter 12. First Corinthians chapter 12 talks about the gifts of the spirit and they all come from the same spirit, the gift of, of wisdom, word, knowledge, faith, healing. Prophecy is one of them. Uh, speaking in tongues, interpretation of tongues, discernment of spirits, gifts of miracles, mir mir working miracles. All these things are, are put there and they're in that order. Not, not necessarily that they are one better than the other, but they are there. These are the spirits of gifts um, that have been given um, by the power of Holy Spirit. Now, here's my process. We're going to gonna get into them supernatural gifts uh, eventually. We're yeah, going to get there. Cause this, this, yeah, yeah. this is working us into the supernatural gifts. Cause this is yeah. only about the tongue gifts. This is only the prosthetic gifts. But so, you know, when so, we talk about the the spiritual gifts, they're broken down into three different parts. So come on, Pastor, this is getting so, real good. So, so my so my question, my 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 the thing is, is that I believe that sometimes we are giving word of knowledge. Word of knowledge is happening, but it's called prophetic. Mm, right? We blanket the whole thing and yeah. say. A person that has a word of knowledge, which a word of knowledge, by the way, is having supernatural knowledge of something that you would normally not have uh, understanding of. The Holy Spirit gives you the information 
and you basically disseminate it and that you're able to give this information and this knowledge is something that you would not naturally know. Um, sometimes some of us naturally know stuff and all of a sudden the wisdom comes in where I know how to apply what I know. But that's so right. But, but prophecy in and of itself is foretelling. You're telling something that is going to happen. And Pastor Charles, that's why I say by definition, if we look at what clairvoyant means, by definition, that is what it means. Prophecy, but, hey, but listen to this. But hold on. To give a prophecy. It is, speaks only to the ability. It is a literal ability. So that's why I say the minute somebody begins to prophesy, the minute somebody begins to get the Holy Spirit, which is what we say is a supernatural spirit that gives you information, you are operating in the ability of that. But, I'm just but, but here's the thing. See, here's the problem. What you just said and what Trey has been saying and what has been said all the time is that the biggest thing is that 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 is happening is not coming from God. The difference between it being one or the other, clairvoyance is like a, a person who's a clairvoyant is a person who claims to have a supernatural, let me put in quotes, ability to perceive events in the future and beyond. They claim to have that ability, okay? But a person who is spirit-filled, spirit-led, when it is done and it comes from God, that makes it, that don't make it clairvoyant anymore. That makes it something that is spiritual. That now, makes it can prophetic. People, can people, but here's the problem. But can people, by, by the way, are you saying T-H or are you saying F? What? Prophetic? Pro prophetic. <laughs> it's P-H-E-T. <laughs> okay, so P-H, that's, that, you put your tongue, your mouth, your, your, your <laughs> bottom you, lip. Pastor Charles. Bottom Thank lip, you, bottom Pastor lip Charles. on your top teeth. With an F, the letter F, A B C D E F, not T H. I keep seeing prophetic, and I'm like, that is pro that's pathetic to think it's prophetic. I don't know. Anyway, I'm going back. But listen, but the the realness of this is, is one comes from God. Period. It, the other is perceived, and it comes from another another power. I'm not saying it's all powerful. God is all powerful. We when you talk about a clairvoyant, you're talking about a psychic. You're talking about fortune tellers. You're talking about crystal gazers. But that's what I'm saying. That's an ability to them, just like singing is to people in the church who swear they be anointed to sing, like me. But but the end result is the end result is is not. You got to figure out what the end result is. And like you said, we were talking about intent. What is the intent as a result? What is the intent? Why? Uh, what are you? What are you? What are you out here doing this for? Are you doing it as are a you spiritual to thing? People? Are you singing to worship? I. But he, but here's the thing. Here's the thing. I think sometimes we have blended this stuff. Now here we go. So we're going somewhere else now. I think we have blended this stuff so much that now we have already allowed for that kind of thing to happen in the church, mm. and now. We have to figure this. We're, we're trying to figure this thing out. We're a day late and a dollar short. We have allowed people to come in and do both. How about this? Doing both of them. Lord, help me. Have, 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 I, have I done something? Have we done something that we've allowed mixture in the church? Yeah. That now it's so, it, is, it, is, it is so happening now that you can't tell the difference. Ooh. Ooh. They, ooh, they sang. Ooh. They sang. Ooh. And did you see how the folks fell out? And see, here we go. It, 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 the the end result is people falling out, and and people ho hollering, 
and people saying how that was so annoying. You know, because there's there's a whole there's a whole thing now. If somebody do the right run, if you do the right run, come on now. I've seen folks pull their hair. Oh, but it's so prophetic. But 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 they're gifted. You know, they 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 anointed. No, just because you run and shout doesn't mean after they sang something doesn't mean that it's 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 God. Help us, Lord, to be able to understand. Just because someone tells you something that is futuristic, or they tell you something, they look at you and say, mm, "Look, listen, how about this? How about this? I've seen people who understand and who have been through certain sicknesses, and they know what it looks like. They know. They just know. They just know. They've seen it enough times. If, if you can get the right nurse or you get the right person, they can see what it looks like when a person has a particular ailment. And they, they may, and maybe they're in the spirit. Maybe they're quote unquote in the spirit, but they come to church that Sunday and 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 they and they see you and they're praying and say, you know what? You need to change your diet. You just need to change your diet. You need to stop eating such and such and such and such. And then that person sees it. You know how you know I was eating that. Yeah, and it depends on and it depends on their answer, whether or not all of a sudden now they're the, na- the the main prophet of the church. I'm just saying some things you just know. I know. How about this? Okay, all right. Let me just put this in real a bit, a bit, another perspective. I I, I repair Hammond organs. I repair the church organs, but Hammond organs. Okay, I can hear an organ and hear what it's doing, or somebody's playing it, and I can hear the certain sounds from it and tell you what the problem is, if it's a problem with the organ. I can tell you from the way it sounds, what kind of Hammond organ is it? Is it one of the newer models that has transposers on it and stuff like that? Or is it one of the older ones that doesn't have all that stuff? I can tell you that because I know it. But if I come in there and I say, you know what, I sense right now, brother, if I say it the right way, but brother, I don't know what I don't know what's going on, man. You've been playing this organ for a while, and but I can sense from this organ that this organ is 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 it it, it needs some work. Um, I, I sense that uh, uh, you've been dealing with such and such, and this has been happening with the organ. Every time you start the organ, it, it all of a sudden it just kind of dies out. But let me just prophesy to you and tell you: all you need is a, a new power cord. Have a power cord. Uh, uh, the, the, put this kind of power cord on it, and it will change the dynamic. It won't cut off on you anymore. Say it, the Lord. Oh, I hear the Leslie. I hear the Leslie. I hear the Leslie speaker turning. You know what the problem is right now? You're trying to figure out what's going on. It's not turning fast enough. Let me just tell you what you need to do with to get that to take that taken care of. Now, here's the thing. If I did that and it make it sound extra spiritual, I might be a Hammond organ prophet. But because I've worked with it and I understand it and I know what to do with it, sometimes it, sometimes it may seem as though that you're prophetic when all it is is that you have understanding and working knowledge of the thing. And so we have to be really careful not to just call something something just because you guessed it right or because you're just in working knowledge of a thing. When we're talking about things of the spirit, these things are not actual knowledge that you would know. This is not something that you would just naturally know. These are things that's given by the power of Holy Spirit. And when he is involved with it, he knows how to make it so that it blesses the people and blesses those that are around. Now, clairvoyant, they're either doing it for money, they're doing it for some kind of internal thing. And, and sad to say, that's what some of this stuff is happening in church now, that we do things just to be able to feel as though we to make ourselves feel good. 
Okay, I done t- said enough. And uh, I, done, I done probably lost half of the, everybody else. Sorry about that. God bless. I'll stay on the corner until y'all wake me up again. <laughs> Not that y'all know. <laughs> I understand what you're saying. I understand completely. That's why I say by definition. That's why I'm sticking on solely definition. And I understand. Because like I said, this isn't something that I just brought up today or nothing like that. This is something that I've literally sat down with multiple people to have conversations with. But this is why I also have these conversations with us because this is a preachy room. You know what I'm saying? This is one of those rooms where we can have dialogue that has us to, you know, grow effectively in different conversations. And like I said, this was even sparked in one of the conversations that we had, I think, what, a week or two weeks ago in the Trailblazer call because I was telling them even how lean the people of God, you know, Moses had to run into that issue where Miriam Arian came to him some somewhere. I'm a prophet just like you a prophet. How you going to tell us what to do? Whoop de whoop. And truth is, God even had to come down and had to check them and say, hey, okay, we get it. Calm down. But I speak to him different. His 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 way is different. His communication is different. So I get what you mean. I, I get it all. I, trust me. I got the Bible behind me. I ain't stupid. I'm just, I'm just, you know what I'm saying, pushing the envelope a little bit. Because when we look at it and when we try to have a conversation with these other young people who be trying to tap in, who be intuitive, who be having inclinations of stuff like that, but don't understand what the gift is, don't know how to submit their gift over. But then they turn over to saying, oh, well, I'm just going to be a psychic or I'm just going to be a medium because I got to be this, that, and the other to you. No, truth, like, it's it's, it's, it's it's weird conversation. And I get it because truth is, like like you said, I think we've mixed strange fire in the church so much that people do not know the difference. People hear certain sounds. People hear certain chords. And guess what? It sounds anointed. It feels like the right vibe. When truth be told, you don't. You really don't know the spirit that's really operating behind it because, yeah, yeah, it's stupid. But what's interesting is Kosha had a good question in the chat that I wanted somebody to actually address. I really wanted somebody to address that. It says, and Trey, I think um, she mentioned that when you were talking or uh, Ebony, one of y'all, but y'all can answer it. So I'm going to read it out loud. It says, so I got a question. What is the difference between a prophet using their gift for gain and a preacher's honorarium or a singer's menstrual fee? Uh, they are both not using their gift with the expectation to receive. Are they both not using their gift with the expectation to receive? So can you answer that question? I, I mean, so I can. If, oh, go, go ahead. Oh, I thought somebody was trying to go. But if you if you look <clears throat> in the scripture, um, if you're talking about the prophetic, the prophetic is a spiritual gift. Preaching and singing are not. And if you look, um, the Levites and the priests got paid. They got paid to do what they was doing. That's scripture. They, the Levites, the, the musicians, the minstrels, they had to get paid. That was a job for them. So I think that's a right, little bit was, different than hey, using Trey, a Trey, spiritual Trey, gift Trey, to get money. Hey, Trey, biblical reference, it was always a job for the prophet, too. What did you say? I said biblical referencing, I think it was always a job for the prophet, too. Um, I mean, when we consider what the Levites were, the Levites were the ones who actually worked in the temple, but then the prophets were the people, the men of God who worked outside the temple who actually, you know, did work too. 
Chris Hardy I'd like to see. I, I need to see that. Uh, I'd like to be able to study that ref, that scripture. I'm a, yeah, I'm gonna send it over to you. Where, right where, I need to see that example, but um, but yeah, but definitely what uh, Trey was saying, I have to agree yeah, with that. Yeah, as a Levite, yeah, fine, that for me too. Yeah. Say it again, Trey. I'm sorry, something happened. Right, I was trying to hang. I think he said fine that for him too. Oh, yeah, I need to see. I, I need to make sure I get the, the proper dissection of that scripture because I need to see that. Um, but uh, that is a um, what she okay. What she was saying. Let me read. Let me read that question again here. Um, I saw what you're saying. Um, is it um, is it is a it's, what's the what is the difference between a prophet using their gift for gain and the preacher's honorarium or singer's musician's fee? Are they both not uh, using their gifts with the expectation to receive? So that we're back to that same wonderful word that we used before, and it's called intent. It's called intent. What is your intent for doing what you do? Um, if, are you, is that your pay? You know, because there is a job of pastoring. There is jobs and, and that, you know, that there is uh, financial that comes from that. I think we have created a culture also of these of these different things being used, you know what I'm saying? Um, that says, hey, you come and preach for me and you, you get an honorarium kind of thing. And I think we've created that kind of a culture. And so there is possibly an expectation for that kind of thing. But here's the wonderful thing about it too, is that think about it, when you call a prophet to come to your church, let's say, right? Um, if I call a person to come to, to kingdom life, I am calling them to come because I want them to be able to use their entirety of whatever part of the gift that they want to use. But the main part, but that's if really I call the them to come, yeah, but if I call, yeah, but if I call them, I call them to preach. Now, if in the midst of the preaching, they prophesy or they use their gift in the midst of that, that is a bonus and that is a great thing. And guess what? If they come they already know that they're going to receive an offering or receive something uh, from me, which is kind of like a, that's uh, customary uh, for the time and the day that we live in. Now, I don't put that away and say, hey, you know, um, you know, if, if a prophet comes, if, if a prophet comes, uh, uh, you know, and they come and start to come to raise money and they come to do that kind of thing, are they a bad person? And there's that clairvoyance now because of the, of that intent. I believe that now, like I said, the culture that we're in now especially in terms of being uh, a church culture has given that, hey, you bring a preacher in and they happen to be a prophet. Like, perfect example. Is, I think that's biblical culture too. And that's kind of what I was just saying. Pastor Charles, the prophets is yeah. always getting paid. Even when I, we look at First Samuel 9, when they was going to um, look for the donkey, what they said, oh, we need some money to get a prophet. It wasn't a Levite, it was a prophet. Okay, like I said, I, I, I might have to look that up. Uh, so, but... But I think that's that we're not. I don't think we're split, splitting hairs at this point. There it is. I see it. Okay, I'll look it up. But I, I don't think we're splitting hairs at this point. But I think the problem becomes um, again. What is your what is your real intent? What is your intent? Yeah. What is your intent? That that that's that's where it ends right there. 
where your heart is. That's what I said. It's more so, I think it's more so of a heart posture because many people, whether it's a spiritual gift or a natural gift, that's why I say even with the, the what we call it, the intuition or intuitiveness, you know what I'm saying? A mother's instinct. That's that's a natural gift. It ain't no supernatural gift for that. I mean, granted, it's a supernatural gift to be a woman, but that intuitiveness, that, that woman's instinct that comes even without her being a mother or certain things, have, I think that, that that's a natural inclination versus what we consider the supernatural inclination that taps into what we consider the practice. I mentioned about the instincts and stuff <clears throat> was more so of a familiarity area of what you've been through. If you, when you've been through something and then there's something that may be similar that may trigger a, a memory, that's what intuition comes from. Um, because of, like I said, my youngest daughter, she's a woman she's a girl not a woman but she's a a a, 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 a female um but she, my oldest daughter but she hasn't had any experience in life so there are certain things that she may approach that i know other more mature uh women would know okay this is what happens when this happens because of that's what the instinct come from but also i want to shout out um pastor lewis uh his birthday was up day he ain't been on here for a while, and I'm about to hop off for a meeting. And I wanted to make sure I say happy birthday to him, not only just virtually, but um, you know, verbally as well. So uh, happy belated birthday, uh, 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 prophet, man of God. And uh, yeah, that's pretty much it, man. Um, I'm about to go summon my people to help me fight these people over here so we can have another, um, <laughs> I'm joking. I'm still proud of our people, and I'm about to go uh, invest in some chairs. So I'll be back after this meeting, y'all. Appreciate it, JY. Appreciate it. <laughs> JY just be making himself. <laughs> I know. I love it. Appreciate it, Pastor Lewis, uh, Doctor Hobson. I see y'all and came into the room, and we're in an interesting conversation. We're in an interesting, interesting conversation talking about, you know, the difference between being prophetic um, and clairvoyant as well as, you know, um, having intuition or being intuitive. And I definitely want to hear where you guys are because, you know, somebody like me, like I tell y'all all the time, my disclaimer is, ain't nobody's doctor, pastor, prophet, theologian. Well, I am somebody's prophet, but nobody's senior pastor, leader, theologian. Me as a prophet, I think that's why God has given me the grace to have these conversations within these communities because I think that it is very, very impactful, especially these young kids that I be looking at who be bringing up words and stuff that I ain't like it's just crazy so I just want to hear from you guys perspective on what this is like what does this mean like even when we say oh, okay well you prophetic what does that mean to people who have not been in church who don't know what prophetic means you know what I'm saying like what is the prophetic what is intuition what is like come on how y'all doing this morning Pastor Lewis, I'm going to let you go first because your birthday was August 5th. And I told you happy birthday, but I ain't officially said it out loud because you went on here. So happy birthday, Pastor Lewis. Happy birthday. You first. Go ahead. Preach to me. Yeah. Well, kingdom greetings to everyone in the room. It's so good to be in the room. Um, yeah, I've been missing MIA for a little while. Um, work has been absolutely tremendously um, eventful. Um, but you know, we, we get done what we got to get done. Pardon the background noise. I had to step outside. Um, but in any event, yeah, um, it, <laughs> you know, the clairvoyance and prophetic and all of that kind of stuff. Um, and I know I got some Bible scholars in the room and I think Dr. Uh, Dr. Charles, um, 
depicted exactly what it is, right? I think it's about what's driving um, that particular thing, right? Um, clairvoyance is 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 not giving any type of credence or credit to the supernatural uh, things of God, right? What's going on, boss? Um, it's not giving any credence to 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 the power of God. It's it's not. We're not saying that it's Holy Spirit led. Um, that we're we're tapping into something that is. Um, yeah, the Holy Spirit you know, ain't have to tell it, us it, that. Yeah. Right. That clairvoyance is is you know it's what's driving it. You know, um, whatever spirit is driving it, it could be a spirit of familiarity, right? It could be it could be you know um a, a, a demonic spirit that's giving insight, right? That's why. Um, even the, the, uh, I believe one of the Kings, I can't remember who is at the moment, but I know Dr. Hobson got my back. Um, you know, one of the Kings said, well, let, let me go to the, the witch of indoor believe to, to, yeah. to get some insight. Right. Yeah. So, so, um, yeah. And so, um, you know, it, 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 it's, what's driving it. Um, I think, and that, that's really the key. Uh, and that's what makes the difference, um, of, of, Where's it coming from? <laughs> what what's what who's the influencer? There it is. Come on in the room, influence. Who's influencing <laughs> the, the this this uh you know this utterance, right? Um, because even 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 when uh because watch this, uh and, and 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 again I know um that uh, uh Pastor Charles got my back. Um, but even when um uh, I believe it was Paul and them had to tell the lady, hey, shut your mouth, because they knew that it, it was it was that the demon had come to to uh, was to agitate, but she was saying all of the right stuff. Yeah, Truly, these yeah. are men of God. Truly, this is these are these are men of God. Hey, hey, shut your mouth and hush, <laughs> hush. You saying all the right things, but what's influencing you to say it isn't from the right space. Yeah. So I think that 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 would be my my caveat or or the basis of which I would say you know the difference between clairvoyance and the prophetic um, is what's driving it right um, and and as it relates to um, the prophet um, you know and compensation and the pastor or the the preacher or the musician um, again I think that. Uh, where 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 it comes in um you know where where it really comes in is is this is that when you begin to talk about and and again i think uh pastor charles talked about the intent right because what will end up happening is that for the prophet because the prophet is is the mouthpiece of god now i'm not saying now hear, hear me i'm not saying that the pastor isn't right but it, it it's in a different it's in a different light, yeah, right? Yeah. It's in it's in it's in a different space. Yeah. And so yes, can the pastor hear directly from God? Absolutely. But the administration of the pastor is much different than the prophet, right? right. And good. so and so in the administration of the prophet, if you begin to use your prophetic um uh, um gifting uh, as for gain, then what it's telling people is that you can now pay to hear the voice of God. Mm, that's good. And that's that's, that's good. when it becomes dangerous because now it becomes a manipulative because now it's to the now now my gift is going to the highest bidder. 
That's and good. now my and now my gift becomes tainted because I, I'm not I, I'm 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 doing it because um, there there's a financial gain rather than my gift being used for the purpose and the edification uh -huh. and the uplifting of of the people of God because they're trying to get some answers. Now, when the preacher is called into somewhere, um, that, that, is, that is knowledge that I've obtained. Yes, I'm giving revelation, but this is from a place of study. This is from a place of, of um, you know, shepherdship, of guidance, right? And so it, therein, the prophet, the, the prophet, and, 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 and I'll have to clarify this, but I know I got some folks in the room that'll help me to see where I'm coming from and clean it up for me. <laughs> and so, uh, and I say this and I, I'll shut up. Um, but but the 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 prophet, the only thing that you should be studying is scripture and and, and be in prayer, right? Because because your gifting it solely depends on your your ability to be connected to the Father. Yeah, that's good. My preaching, my preaching. Is 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 simply connected to my hours of study of the Word of God and me being able to disseminate the information of That's the good. Bible and to be able to guide you in a place and say, "Hey, here's the information. Do with you, you know. Here it is. Do with you will." Mm -hmm. But mm -hmm. but the prophet, this is thus saith the Lord, and so now you're you're representing God on a different level because watch this. He's bound to His Word. And so if you're telling somebody, thus saith the Lord, then that puts you in a different space than me saying, okay, this is the word of the Lord. Here is what the, the biblical background is. Here is where, you know, this is what it means in real time. This is how you can apply this to life rather than I can take this to the bank as the word of the Lord, as yeah. if he's speaking to me directly and not just giving me uh, a, a foundational mm -hmm. piece from from the logos from the written word of god um with then inspired by um you know revelation or inspired by holy spirit to see something in the logos that i might not have seen before yeah because the pastor in in essence really is the teacher um you know whereas if if that that's different than uh carrying a note from the principal so um, I, hopefully that, that, you know, I know, like I said, I got some friends in the room, um, that'll, that'll, you know, clean it up and, and make it do what it's supposed to do. But you, you get the premise of where I'm coming from. You know, it's, it's a little bit different when a teacher writes you a pass and a principal writes you a pass. It's a little bit different. It, it carries a little bit different weight. And so That's the good. prophet would be carrying the message from the principal, whereas the teacher is, is simply, um, giving, uh, insight into what the principle says. Hopefully that makes sense. I love y'all. I'm in the room for a minute or two. <laughs> I appreciate that, Pastor Lewis. I appreciate that. And listen, this is why I tell y'all all the time. I don't got it all together, too. I don't be knowing how to clean it all up, too. That's why I don't mind y'all cleaning up for me as well. But that's why I have to break this down, because when we talk to different generations and group of people, we have to be able to bridge the gap when it comes to having this conversation, because there's a group of people that looks at us and think that, oh, well, 
How do we know you hearing from God? You could be just psychic and clear. Like we say to other people, how do we know that it is up? And Greg, Trey brought out a good point. Try the spirit by the spirit. And we're going to have to start teaching people how to test the spirit. Because truth is, even when I talk, I know I play, you know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? I play the fence, you know what I'm saying, sometimes. But my thing is, even when I have these conversations, I want people to understand my heart as well. Because truth is, there are kids out here getting lost because of what sounds good, what seems like a prophet, what seems prophet. Authentic. What seems like, oh, uh, this is that. When truth is, you have to have good, solid teaching, which is why, granted, I never discredit, you know what I'm saying, the pastor, but I can't discredit the prophet either. And sometimes, you know what I'm saying, we, we try to do it because of the gifts. Mm -mm, mm -mm. That's a word, like Pastor Lewis said, that is the word from God. That is the that is the oracle of God. That is the mouthpiece of God. God directly said it. That's why even in that teaching that I said that I do um, on Thursday, when I break that down and talk about how you have to lead the people, you have to have a certain confidence. Even though you get frustrated, you have to have a certain confidence that you are the mouthpiece of God. Even when people are trying to put themselves in position, yes, you have to lead that space. And sometimes it can be difficult, but hey, you, we got to because there's a whole generation of people coming behind us and we have to be ready to to to, to, to give them more than just oh well um, if it ain't come from god you know what i'm saying like come on now let's be practical let's be real you know what i'm saying let's break this down to these people because truth is they getting fooled they get they they're getting bamboozled a lot of people love this tarot card reading psychic stuff and you can go and pastor all the um the 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 things that I put in the scripture, they are on my website too. That I wrote a whole blog about it on my website for us to go look at it. Thank you. So definitely go study it. <laughs> definitely go look at it. But yeah, that's why I have to post these things and talk about these things because we do have a generation of people who if they are not submitted to somebody's voice, if do if do they if they don't hear somebody tell them, hey, you 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 going left. You know what I'm saying? They they gonna continue to go that way, which is why these conversations are necessary because we don't have them in church. We just say, oh well, I'm the man of God. I'm a woman of God. Listen to me. No, that ain't. Let us know how we test these spirits. Let us know how we know if this spirit is of God or this is a familiar spirit. Because a lot of times people be saying, oh well, this is the Holy Ghost. No, that's a familiar spirit. You used to be in this sin, so you recognize somebody in that sin. You know what I'm saying? Don't say that. No, that's why I say we have to disseminate what's really the problem. What's really your supernatural intuition? You know what I'm saying, or or just your life familiar experience? Because truth be told, we be trying to prophesy stuff and act like we all deep. No, you ain't prophesying. You're not being deep. That that's your that's your familiar spirit. Because you see me at 30, and you know at 25. Yeah, come on now. Let's let's stop being. Because some of these kids got more than what we got, and then here it is. We trying to minister to them in old ways that I I don't know. It's weird. It's weird. Pastor Jacob, help me out. Like, can you t can you give me a quick a synopsis? I know you're a little late to the room. That's why I'm gonna go ahead and throw it over to you. Give you five minutes. But can you give me a quick synopsis of what's the difference between this 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 being prophetic and being intuitive? This being prophetic and having and having also having the ability to be clairvoyant because I know some people who who can who can be clairvoyant right now but don't know God. I know some mm -hmm. people who can 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 know God but don't really know God, but they swear they be prophesying. Like, can you break it down to me? Because every, and there are a lot of people in church swear they be prophets and prophesying. Really, they just operating out of this, out of this guilt. So, I mean, can you help me out? What's going on? Good morning um, to all of you. Can you hear me? Yes, sir. Loud and clear. All right. Good morning to all of you, God's children. Um, 
I, I don't know how much help I can be because there's a lot of of uh, uh, misconception that I've heard so far um, in regards to the uh, office and the identity of a prophet slash pastor because truth be told as a pastor um, I operate in a sect of the prophetic um, because understanding that the prophetic speaks to not only your future condition excuse me but it also speaks to your present your I mean excuse me your your present condition but it speaks to your future progress but also it speaks to your past mistakes um, as as a pastor, my job is not to just be able to um, articulate scripture and explain scripture. My job is not just to, because if that were the case, I would not need to be uh, connected to God. I could just be connected to a school of theology. I could be just connected to a seminary. Uh, and there are a lot of people who are connected to a seminary who are pastoring every week. However, it was not the call of God on their life. It was the the fact that they saw, they saw this as a profession to make money. Um, understand everything when it comes to anything that you're doing is driven by the spirit behind it, um, by who you sold your soul to in order to get what you want to get done. Uh, and a lot of people don't even understand that, 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 that some people, and I'm not going to go too deep into this because I don't want to get in trouble uh, too far into trouble, uh, but some people have sold themselves uh, to the lowest bidder, hoping that they can get a gift that they are not qualified for to do stuff to bring them to a place financially that does not uh, equate with their character. And I, I tried to say that the best way I passed, I could, Pastor Charles. Um, some of some people right now, uh, you you your your understand. I'll I'll do it this way. Understand that no matter what the gift is, no matter what the gift is, spirit is driving it. Which spirit is the question? Um. And so so. Just like the prophet of God, that's why there's a distinction, just like the prophet of God uh, could speak, oh, a prophet of the enemy could speak and be as clear and as precise as, as, because truth be told, if that were not the case, then Dionne Warwick and her psychics, I'm about, I'm about, I'm about to get, get in trouble. They would not have made as much money as they as they did, and they were Warwick never right. Excuse me, Dion Warwick that had psychics, the singer, the Psychic Friends Network. Oh, I never knew that was her. I thought she was just a singer. Listen, um, so I'm not gonna I'm not gonna mess with it. I'm gonna leave you alone. I forgot that you were. Anyway, yeah, I'm um, a little young. Forgive me, I'm a little young. Dion Warwick was never popping for me. <laughs> I forgot. I forgot. Uh, uh, I just want to go down to San Jose. Anyway, uh, Miracle Mama, Ebony, it is most most people uh, don't understand that when I operate in the prophetic, uh, it is not 
for monetary gain. Uh, when I operate as pastor, it is not for an honorarium. However, the Bible gives clear instructions, and I will jump on Trey's train. The Bible gives, gives clear instruction, muzzle not the ox that treadeth out the corn. Uh, it is a labor is worth, worthy of his hire. Uh, understand something. I'm not saying at any point that, that, that you uh, are not supposed to get compensation as a prophet. I'm not, I don't, none of that matters to me. What I'm saying to you is if what you're doing it for is to get the profit, then you're not a profit. You're just profiting. If your mindset is the material gain, you are a P-R-O-F-I-T, okay? And I think that's one of the things that we miss a lot of times. We get, we get caught up in what they can give us, not realizing that no matter how much you prophesy and how much they give you um, to hear directly from the Savior, uh, there's no monetary value that can be associated or attributed to that fact. But I want to tell you that there are a lot of people who think they're operating out of the spirit of God, but they are not. They're operating out of themselves. They're operating out of the, the ability to have the eye. Cause there are some people who are not a prophet, but have the spirit of discernment. That's on. The Come on now. Come on. Tell the truth. Tell the truth. And just now understand another thing, just because you got a word of wisdom doesn't mean you're a prophet. Just because you got a word of knowledge Tell doesn't mean you're a prophet. Tell the truth. God gave you one thing that came to, to, to pass. Now you walking around here talking about you're a prophet and destroying people's lives. But the reality is, um, it, it, and, and that's one of the things that I, I say uh, to the prophets that are in my vicinity, uh, even the one that's in my ministry, uh, don't tell me you're a prophet and you don't understand the prophetic. You don't understand what it means to, to, hear the voice of God, speak the oracles of God, watch this, but before you do either, live a life that your word is not tainted by your actions. Because I don't care how good you prophesy, the anointing and the power behind the prophetic utterance, watch this, that speaks to the change is tapped into the life of the person speaking it. So you can prophesy all day, but if your life is jacked up, messed up, and you, okay, I'm getting in trouble. God bless you. Heaven smile upon you is my prayer. Well, sir, well, sir. You better speak, Jacob. And what's interesting is I think a generation of people have been talking, like been saying that for a long time now. And then that's why we have this other divide because, you know, these new people, and I be wondering like, how y'all get like, do y'all ain't have no grandma? These new people don't care. They believe that their prosperity comes without them having to do all of that. And I think that's so interesting because to them, life is gain. It's about gaining and living your best life, which is why a lot of these preachers really be out here gaining, living their best life. And there's never a conversation that has to be had until we talk about church hurt. And then 
when we talk about her church, people diminish the people that was actually hurt over, you know, this dumb stuff. Like you said, people out here ruining these people's lives, and I think it's real dumb. I think it's real, real dumb. Wait a minute. Let me, let me say something to that real quick. I need to say something to that. I, I want you to understand something that 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 you're not. I I I, I don't think that we are 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 doing a good job in 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 uncovering the reason that that the the pastor the prophet the the person from the pulpit has gotten the way that we, that they've gotten is not just their fault. It's also the fault of people who elevate them to God because they won't go seek God. And so constantly what happens is they 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 put the pastor, the prophet, the the whoever on pedestals and get them addicted to the attention that they are giving. And if they don't do it their way, if they don't do it in a way that makes them happy, what now happens is, so what, they, what people do constantly is they pay for what they believe God is doing for their lives. And so what happens is you have a lot of preachers who came in with the right intentions and with the right motives then they had these 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 members who don't understand how to put people in the proper places in their lives. So because they hear the voice of God through that pastor slash prophet slash whoever, what now happens is they get caught up in the things that that what got in, in the person that God is using instead of what God is saying through the person. And they begin to treat the person like they treat the voice of God from the person. And so we get a lot of people who get caught up in that moment. And if you're not careful, it's easy to. To be 100% honest, it's easy to. They used to have something called Pound the Pastor. This was way before your age, way before your time. Uh, Pound the Pastor was where they would take the pastor and they would give uh, pounds of groceries because they didn't have finances like that. So they would give them, they would fill up their refrigerator the Levitical priesthood. That's what the, the, the background of that was, that they would come back and because the Levite did not have an inheritance, they would come and they would, watch this, they would give a tenth of everything that they grew. They, they developed, they, 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 uh, 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 the sheep, the, the cattle, whatever that was, that would go to the Levitical priesthood. That was the, the tithe. The 10th was for the Levitical priesthood because they had no inheritance. They didn't have land. They didn't have anything. Their job was to be at the beck and call of the of God. So a lot of times we don't understand that we get addicted to, to the truth of what they're doing, thinking that it's because it's because uh, the voice of God is so clear and da, da 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 No, a lot of it is because they don't want to, they don't want to study for themselves. So what happens is because they don't want to study for themselves, they use the pastor and they pay the pastor to do the, the, the legwork for them. I'm going to start right there. Well, ain't that something. You know, uh, you know, he used to be likable. I used to really, he used to be really likable. You stop liking me every other week. 
<laughs> You're right. But I love what's some me too, me too, and Pastor Lewis. Both of them preached down this past Sunday. But what's interesting is, though, I think I ain't going to cap. Like, I see a lot of, if, if we're going to go by the definition that we were saying earlier, and it's by the Spirit, I ain't going to cap. I see a lot of preachers, a lot of prophets who 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 more gifted and being clairvoyant than they is at being prophetic then. If that's the true nature of it, they, they gift is being clairvoyant, not being prophetic. Well, what's clairvoyance? I gave the definition earlier. It's in the I chat. Clairvoyance is, let me look at it. It says, by definition, a person who claims to have a supernatural ability to perceive events in the future or beyond normal sensory contact. You must slow it down and read again. A person who claims to have a supernatural ability. Oh, okay. That's why I even dropped it in the chat. When we looked that up, prophetic, clairvoyant, and intuitive, yeah, some of them sound the same, but I can tell that they're different. They different, Pastor Charles. Some of these people ain't really ain't really hearing from God. They probably hearing. Like Moses said, though, he he talked to God face to I need one of them relationships. God, let me talk to you one on one, face to face. Like talk to me different. <laughs> So, Prophet, I have a question for you. This is Dr. Trina. Hi, everyone. I haven't been on here in a minute, but um, been going through some things, but it's okay. God is good. Continue to pray for me and my family as we uh, go to lay my brother to rest in a couple weeks, um, on the 19th, I should say. Um, but um, when you say this, uh, it has me uh, wondering uh, in regards of all these rooms on Clubhouse and then mm -hmm. um, just, just all the people itself, mm -hmm. they, they have a charisma, uh, mm -hmm. is that word, that I would use. Uh, uh, and so, well, clairvoyance <laughs> is another, clairvoyance <laughs> is another word, but you can use that as a, a word. But back, like uh, Pastor uh, uh, was saying that, uh, it, when it come down to uh, Hopkins was saying was when it come down to uh, dealing with um, the people uh, back in the day, we did things a little different. Uh, yeah. And Pastor Charles might could say it, uh, explain as well. Uh, we, you know, it wasn't all this for show. You know, uh, you 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 prophesy and you get paid thousands of dollars and. Uh, you know, I'm not saying you can't, can't pay for uh, or can't sow into the ministry of the word. Now, this is the thing where I think people get mixed up because it's sowing into the word. You know, there's there's things that we can do, but it gets to a point when you got pastors going from church to church and 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 people have used church as a way of, and I'm just going to say this and I'm going, I'm a dock my yacht and I'm going to move on out of here. Um, but people have used church as a way of constantly pimping, taking advantage, whatever word you want to say of the people based off of the emotional needs, the emotional desires that people have, uh, not understanding how to have a true relationship with God. And so when you get a prophet 
or someone to come and do a revival and they they tell you all these things and not knowing that it's con it's predicated on you going back and having that relationship and understanding what god is telling you um i don't go looking for a word um, when you, you know, I go and look for God's uh, assignment and God's direction. Uh, and I get that directly from him. I, you don't have to go. What, what a word should do is give you confirmation should come and uh, align you up. And, and, but you have so many people that are, uh, like I said, flamboyant to have a way of speaking and have all, all these uh, words that will draw people uh, because it must be because of, of his statue or who he is or what their name is. And uh, I remember I was uh, listening to someone the other day and they put it on um, Facebook, I think it was, to pray for one of the well-known pastors that's going through it. Um, it kind of got me, Pastor Charles, when I used to listen to this pastor years ago. I was faithful with one of them uh, to get on after service and go home and, and listen to his service on TBN because, uh, uh, you know, he would come on and he had a charisma about him and, and, and he would speak the word and I would follow him. And I thought, oh, wow, he, you know, because he was part of a movement at one time. But Ooh, now yeah. he... He's not that person and, and I, it makes you wonder what happened. And so we have to be careful that following in behind people that have that charisma or have that word, uh, it, it might be a word for that season, but some people have fallen off of, uh, and you have a lot of people that have gotten twisted with uh, thinking it's me. I, I'm, I'm the one that's given the prophecy and, and not yielding to God. And now all of a sudden they, they suffering and going through some things. So if I, if I can encourage anyone, make sure that you stay close to God and hear him for yourself. So when you hear a word, it's calling, just giving you confirmation and lining up for the instructions that's already been placed or either giving you a pathway of knowing how to go back and say, God, I heard your word now direct my path. Um, but uh, all this other stuff is foolishness. Uh, you got all kinds of different denomination and, and all the nations and all the Caucasians and whatever you want to call them. Uh, listen, I'll, <laughs> you could put words together, get all kind of alphabets and, and, and everything. Uh, and, and they still all might be going to hell because they don't know how to do, do right by, by the people. Uh, so I'm going to dock my yacht, but I, I do understand that we have to get to a place of knowing how to align the word and stop allowing people to constantly abuse you. If you're not going to let people abuse you in the, in the streets, as they would say, or out, outside of the church, don't let nobody abuse you in the church. Don't let people keep taking advantage of you and, and, and saying it's in the name of the Lord. Mm -mm, that's It's time out. Just like everybody was talking about the Alabama situation. Listen, we got to fight back the enemy and even in the church. You got to go back and say, no, nope, no, nah, uh, I'm, 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 I, that, I'm not my ancestors. I'm not going to be that person that you're going to keep, keep telling me and beating me with the word and making me feel some kind of way. So I'm going to dock my yacht uh, and I'll, I'll allow myself to uh, sit back and listen to the rest of this teaching. Awesome. Thank you so much, Dr. Trina. Anybody else want to jump in right there? Dr. Pat, how you doing this morning? Go ahead. Um, well, I, I got daddy daycare going on right now, so um, so you probably hear my kids and Disney, so um, I know y'all understand that. Um, but I've been listening intently, and last night I spent five hours uh, in the group uh, that's talking about ADOS and reparations and that kind of thing, and one of the 
uh, young ladies I've met on the app for the last year or so has been getting me involved in some of those conversations in that community. And how is that relevant to this conversation? Because a lot of people on that space, there are people that used to go to church and they've seen all these games that we're talking about right now. Yeah. They, they don't want nothing we got to do with the church. Even though the stuff that we talk about with ministry and church actually works and is needed. And, and many of them know that it's needed. Yeah. But we have these kind of conversations and we have a lot of the voices uh, that said they're prophets that are louder than those that are truly are that do the work for real. And as Dr. Trent said, you know, they have given the church a bad name. And yeah. when we talk about the prophetic and we talk about uh, clairvoyance and accuracy. And, you know, I need a word from God. And we got all these different things. The problem is that we have a generation of the fivefold that point people to them and not God. And so a lot of these people can, as uh, Dr. Jacob said, and even Dr. Tringer's mentioned, we're following people. And we got these people making us believe that the only way we can hear from God is that we so speak to them because they hear directly from God for us. Mm -hmm. And that's further from the truth. Yeah. And, and so we begin to expose that paradigm that has really taken a stronghold in today's generation, which is nothing new. Really. I mean, there's nothing new on the sun. But at the same time, uh, the, 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 I guess the upgrade was new up under the sun it's the fact that it is such an accepted practice to bring in diviners and call them prophets because they can call out your address and tell you what's in your bank account, tell you what happened to your mama in 1923 and that kind of stuff, and you fall out. Then you, you deal with prophetic people that are true prophets. And as uh, Dr. Jacob talked about, you can't find a scandal about them nowhere. You know, and even if you do run up on the right information, It'll be some stuff that's been years down the road that ain't even a part of who they are now. You know, uh, bring back the days, Pastor Charles, that we wouldn't bring in people unless you knew their lifestyle. And if we did know their lifestyle, as gifted as they was, they were coming to your pulpit, they were coming to your church. Because you understood that the gifts and calls, while they do calls coming out of the there's a certain level of integrity and decorum that's supposed to be had because we used to have pastors that understood and i think we think we got some but i think overall by and large we used to have pastors that when they were privy to certain information they just would allow you to come to the church you can call them you can do everything you can be as popular today as long but they could hear from god and they knew what they did. now the prophetic when i say that with quotation marks dr Turner, to bring whoever popular so we can write, got the biggest name. And we can, so we can raise money because the folk in the church can give it at the level you want. Or you got some type of you got some type of endeavor that you don't trust God for. How how do we do that? Let's bring in such and such. And they're gonna raise twenty five thousand. He gonna get twelve and we're gonna get thirteen and we're gonna keep moving. You know, these are the games that we play. And I'll say this and be quiet. I think the reason why we're able to see that, Dr. Trainer, is because the fear of the Lord, the reverence for the Lord and who he is, has grown and waxed very cold. And it's it's evident. And we talk about the folks 
that we need to be going after from these folks that, you know, falling away from the church and ain't studying us and don't want to talk to us. You know, we know they falling cold. We know they we know they ain't what they what they supposed to be. But the problem is that sometimes we don't know those of us that are still showing up to the building, those of us that are still going to the gospel, those of us that are still sharing the gospel and preaching the gospel and having our itinerary. Some of us don't recognize that there's some environments that we really actually need to detach from because it is counterintuitive to what the spirit of God really is trying to say to the church. So I think this conversation is definitely important. I, I just I just spoke about this last week in the room. The guy invited me to speak about the difference in being, being a, a prophet and having to give the prophecy. And it was a powerful teaching. And we were able to unpack and uncover a lot of different things. And I think that we, we're going to have to be willing to have more conversations like this, uh, Pastor Dudley, uh, to really educate the people that we are called to shepherd. Because too many people have been on this app and then they have rooms about, oh, this prophet right here took $1,000 for me. The first thing I want to know is who in the hell is your pastor? That, that's what I want to know. And then two, how much time do you spend in your own Bible? And how much time do you spend getting God, know God for yourself for that to even happen? You know, we got to start asking real questions. We can talk about the false prophets all day. But Jesus told you to beware of them, and he told you what they're going to look like. And they out here doing what false prophets are doing. Out here wearing the false prophets uniform, and yet you still give them your money. That ain't the church fault. That's your fault. We got to start talking about that because too many times those of us that are doing ministry right, we're having to explain and pay the penalty for those that are doing it or that's doing it wrong while we're trying to do it right. But that's that's my two cents. That's very interesting, Pastor Pastor um, <clears throat> Pastor Patton. Very interesting because I, I can so relate to you and agree with you. But that's why I tell people all the time, I ain't trying to be nobody's nothing. I'll be kicking and screaming just doing this little thing alone because of the personal attacks that I go under, let alone trying to be somebody's extra. So I'm trying to be super, uh uh-uh. You know, I don't take all that. Uh-uh. But I think it's an interesting conversation because I think we are losing some people behind this. Even when you go in some of these other rooms that we go into outside of the same rooms, it makes you have conversations from a spiritual perspective with different people. However, it's hard for them to understand, you know, the biblical terminology that we use sometimes. Even when, say, even when we say, oh, okay, well, yeah, you prophetic. No, they not prophetic. We love trying to prophesy that over somebody. People coming to church. Oh, I speak. I see you prophetic. No, they not. They probably not. They probably not. They probably got a good uh, intuition on them. They probably can tap in and get aligned with God to hear the voice of God. But y'all got to stop telling everybody they prophetic. Y'all got to stop doing that because clairvoyancy is a natural ability. It's, it's a natural ability to perceive things supernaturally. That's that's what it is. If you look at the terminology, well, that's me, what it is, in my opinion. Let me, let me pause you, Dr. Jacob? Let me pause you right there. Okay. I need you. Right I, I, I need you to do something for me, and I, this is uh-huh. this is for me. I need uh-huh. you to stop making these words so equal and synonymous. They're not. Okay. Okay. They're not. They're not. Okay. Prophetic uh, and clairvoyant are not synonymous. You are right. Not I completely so agree I, with you. I need, I need to not, we need to stop intermingling those two words into the same conversation. Okay. Because, because number one, and, and uh, it's, it's irking my whole spirit. Now, now 
he, here's what I need to, to say to this. There was a, a woman who used to come on. This was before you were probably even born. There, there was a woman who used to come on and she would say, call me now. She was a Jamaican woman, Pastor Charles. Oh, Miss Cleo. Miss Cleo, right. Uh, she, she, she would come on. She says, all you need is a telephone and an open mind. Uh, understand something, and I, I want to say this, and I'm probably going to get into so much trouble when I do, um, be, but I don't care because I can just hang up at any moment. Um, <laughs> the 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 thing that 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 is going on is y'all have made these false prophets' jobs easy. Mm-hmm. You're so mm-hmm. you're so hungry for somebody to say something to you under the guise of it being God you'll walk in there with your spirit so open it's not it stevie come wonder on, could see come on jacob come what's on, going jacob. on in your life <laughs> Bag. Bag. And, and because you, wait, don't don't over screaming now because you're so you're so you're so uh uh uh, uh thirsty you're such you're such a prophecy whore that every single time we turn around, all you want to do is hear God. What did God say to me? And when God prophesies some prophesies uh, 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 to someone else, you sitting there jealous and you upset because ain't nobody said nothing to you. And and at some point you need to realize, watch this, that if your spirit was not such the whore that it is that you would not be running from church to church looking for somebody to tell you what god will tell you for yourself if you would get your character aligned with his word so that you can hear his voices clearly as he wants to speak to you some of us are so caught up in running from because they saw the prophet on a youtube clip or or a real one thing that I've I've told my prophets in, in the prophet in my church, I said your private successes and your private prophecies that come to pass qualify your public voice. Come on now, I'll do you it. Again. Say that. Yeah, say I'll that one more time. Uh, your private prophecies. Can you prophesy to yourself yeah. and know that God is speaking to you? Come Back on, in the day, good. we didn't that's have to good. call the prophet in. The prophet would show up because the Lord told him, this is where you need to be this week. Facts. Y'all not going to say nothing to me. That's fine. Uh, Now we've turned the prophetic into an an itinerant preacher. Come on now. You talk talk about it. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I I told you I was going to get in trouble. Uh, No, you ain't in trouble. It makes no sense. It makes no sense to sit here and act like the prophetic is is an itinerant preacher. Two totally different things. It sure is. Two totally different things. Come on. Truth be told, most of the time the prophet the prophet didn't preach. Come on. They now. declared and they moved on. Come on. Oh, I'm getting in trouble now. I didn't come to stand in the pulpit to give you a word. Come on now, Jacob. That's who the person that was leading there was supposed to do. Okay. Okay. I came, I came. I came to say what God said, and I moved on. Come on. As a matter of fact, the the way you you knew a true prophet back in the day was people didn't run to them. They ran away from them. Mm -hmm. The prophet came into town. People started closing their doors and shutting their shutters. 
because they didn't know. And the first thing they would ask him, are you coming in peace or are you coming for war? Wow. The reason why we there, there it is very difficult to find a true prophet is because all of you are in peace and you're the reason you're in peace is because you're in pieces. Some of you, some, oh God, I'm getting in so much trouble. Y'all, if you not, don't tell me you're a prophet and nothing you say speaks to their, their debauchery. Nothing you say speaks to their sin. Nothing you say speaks to their condition. You always want to speak to where they're going. God's about to give you. God's about to give you. And I'm very, 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 very weary of prophets who know God's schedule and you don't know your own. Not God's schedule. You don't know your own. <laughs> Every time I turn around, you talk about God's about to. Well, tell me, when did you get his itinerary? <laughs> I'm going to shut up. God bless you. Have a smile upon you. My prayer. God, give me the whole schedule. What you mean? Don't tell me when you're about to. Give me the whole schedule so I know what time you're going to be there. Meet me there. <laughs> Jake is hilarious. Anybody else want to chime in or have something to, to give to this conversation? Because Ain't I think... From the bone. He done made all the meat. <laughs> he done ate all the meat, okay? <laughs> I mean, he, he did bring out some valid points. He really, really did. And I think that's why we have to continue to, like, I wouldn't say continue to have the conversation because I don't want to be the dead horse, uh, like the old folks say. But at the same time, I definitely want us um, as people who are in church, who are in Christ, to wake up sometime and have these conversations. Because, like I said, Pat, we go in these rooms all the time. Some of these folks ain't, ain't oblivious to the foolishness. Which is why we see the interactions that we have, which is why we see the encounters that we have, which is why I think, you know, it is only within our the church community that we're falling and that we're somewhat failing. And for me, who who believes in the assignment that God has given me, I believe that it is my job to be an advocate for pastors, churches, pre preachers, all of that. Because, you know, the body of Christ is what we need. How can they hear Let there be a preacher, unless there be somebody sent. And I believe that there are plenty of people sent, but the people who keep going on their own is the problem. <laughs> the one who, what you said earlier, Pastor Jacob, the one who just keep checking their stuff in the cemetery because they just want to because the cash flow and all this other stuff instead of being called by God. No, babe, you need to yeah, no, be anointed and just anoint somebody else to do it. You know what I'm saying? I think that's one of the problems that we have. We think that we got to do everything ourselves. No, if you see somebody else anointed, go pay for them to do it. Go pay for them to go to seminary. Go pay for them. Like, you sit down. You don't got to be always the first man. And I think we're going to have a conversation about that probably uh, Wednesday or Thursday, about the first and the second man grace. Because I think sometimes, like, we just got to fall back. I tell people all the time, I love the fact that God has given me the grace to be a second man. Like, I'm just going to sit back and support. If, if Pastor Charles the pastor, let me let me push Pastor Charles as hard as I can. You know what I'm saying? Because at the end of the day, too many people trying to be in the front. And I think that's the problem, especially those people who say they prophets. God ain't always called you to be the face of something. God ain't always called you to be in front of somebody. I don't know who said it earlier, but one of the, I think one of the things of you 
being a true voice of God is your ability to be able to sit in his presence to hear him. I think Pastor Lewis was saying that because as a, as a pastor, as a teacher, you got to stay in the word to be able to t- study the word and teach the word. You know what I'm saying? But in hearing God's voice, you got to be in his presence. And I think too many people are calling themselves prophets when you don't even spend enough time in his presence. You know what I'm saying? And yeah, we getting some good guesses right. But at the same time, if that's all you doing is getting some good guesses right, then you need to go ahead and just work for a Fortune 500 company. They will pay you to be an analyst. They will pay you to do market research and tell them where the market is going. What you think I do sometimes for these companies? I'm talking about we have to get it together. We really, really do. Because there's a generation out there that is looking for God, searching for God, seeking God. But at the same time, it's getting distracted. It's getting deterred by what they're seeing. And I think that is sad. You know what I'm saying? I tell people all the time, as many people as I'm, I try to lead to God, I refuse to lead them astray. Which is why I'm trying in every way possible to make sure that my life is in order as well. But with that being said, that's my final announcement. We're going to cut this, cut this conversation because y'all making me want to go pray because truth is I want to continue to empower people and I want to continue to turn those people who have a life um, that's not worth living turn, turn it over God because truth is I know people who had this conversation with me who really tapped into the spirit and it's like bro you got to put the tear cards down you got to put the dowsing rods down you can hear God's voice not only for you but for other people without all of this like we have to get back to a place where we're submitted to God but it's hard for people to get, submit to God when they don't always see godly examples you know what I'm saying so yeah, that's what I want to encourage my my community to continue to do. Live a life for God. Let's not just beat people up, but let's let's love people up. Let's love them up to where they need to be, where God wants them to be. Amen. Okay, okay. With that being said, I'm gonna go ahead and stop it right there so we can get to final remarks and question of the day. Well, that was technically my final remarks, but y'all know for final remarks, I always give my little announcements that you guys can always click the link above if you guys want to connect, if you want to want to partner, if you want to sew, if you ever have a question that you guys want to send in or a topic that you want to discuss, feel free to um write me. You know, most of the time we have the conversations anonymous anonymously because I never want to put nobody business out there on blast. And if we're gonna make fun of anybody, you you know what I'm saying? I'll be the first one to say I make fun of me. Y'all can talk about me. Y'all can attack me. But you know what I'm saying? I definitely want to always make sure that people have a space to ask their questions, to express themselves. Because sometimes people are scared to go to their parents to ask questions. Sometimes people are scared to go to their pastors to ask questions. Sometimes they're scared to look stupid in front of their own friend group about the thoughts and the ideas that they have. But when people are being honest and transparent and are able to have those conversations, that's what provokes growth. So with that being said, I want to encourage everybody in the room, you know what I'm saying? If you can, go ahead and send in some topics, go ahead and partner, connect, and do what you can. Let's continue to be a blessing, even within sharing the room, picking people in the room. Anything you can do, you know what I'm saying, is a blessing to us. With that being said, though, it's time for us to get to the question of the day. And today is August 8th, so I'm going to my handy-dandy notebook. Okay, so this is an interesting question, and I don't know if I want to ask this. I don't want to, I don't know if I want to ask this question. It's very, very interesting. It seems a little personal, but I'm going to go ahead and just go out for a limb and ask it anyway. But the question of the day says, have you ever blamed yourself for anything? Have you ever blamed yourself for something? 
which is very, very interesting, very interesting question. Because y'all know last week we had a conversation about regret. Powerful conversation. Listen, if y'all don't go back and listen to the replays, make sure y'all subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, whatever you can listen to it, and go back and listen to it in your spare time. You can fast forward, rewind it, stop it, pause it. You know what I'm saying? Go back and listen to the replay. But we had a great conversation about regret last week, and it made me think about some things, which is why this question is so interesting. It says, have you ever blamed yourself for anything? And I'm going to be honest. Yes, I have. I tell y'all all the time, I beat myself up a lot because I oftentimes take the blame for a lot of things. I take the responsibility for a lot of things. I take the blame for a lot of things. If something goes wrong, I'm going to be the first one to take the blame for it because I want to be the first one to say, all right, well, I tried to help. I tried to fix it. You know what I'm saying? So that's something that I always do. But recently, I took the blame for, you know what I'm saying, my life not being where it should be. And that was a bad thing for me. Why? Because God was telling me that, guess what? Where I was going to, where I'm going to be, correction, where I'm going to be is in his timing. And I can't keep blaming myself for not being there. So that's something that I recently was just blaming myself for, beating myself for. But I feel like God is actually bringing me out of that thing because as much as I try, as much as I want to be there, I know that I can only be there when God wants me to be. So yeah, that's, that's, that's my answer to my question of the day. Do me a favor, pull to refresh, see where you guys are on the stage, and we're going to go in that order. Starting with my main man, my overseer, the bishop designate, Pastor Charles Reed. Pastor, it's on you. Do-do-do-do-do. Pastor Charles, are you there? Can you hear me? Uh, yeah, I'm sorry. I was talking on mute. Well, I'm sorry. My apologies. What was the question for the day? One more time. Have you ever blamed yourself for anything, or what do you blame yourself for? Okay. Um, let's see. Um, first of all, uh, great room. I think we'll, we'll get some more clarity as I go along in life, and it'll help me help me out tremendously. Thank God for great brethren and people of God who are around. Um, have I ever blamed myself for something? I'm kind of going through that process um, now, and I think I don't think I'm ready to discuss it yet. So I'm trying to work through it. But yes, understandably, I, I have done it. So, but yeah. But anyway, have a great day, everybody. So here's another one, then, Pastor Charles. This is the one from yesterday. Y'all know I know I'm gonna keep the one on Mondays because you know we always ask the same question. So I want you to answer this one. This is the one that they asked me yesterday in my handy daddy notebook. It says, "In my people." Opinion are too consumed with dot dot dot. You said, in my opinion, who is it? Said, with? In my opinion, people are too consumed with dot dot dot. So you got to finish the sentence. Mm. Um, what's in it for me? People are consumed with the phrase, what, like, what is it? If they're in something, it's got to have a, it's got to have some kind of uh, um, something. It's got to be in it. That's personal benefits. There's, there's got to be some kind of, a per, yeah, a personal benefit or, um, you know, I, it has to be something that makes it nice for me in order to be, it's got to have a perk for me to be able to make sure that it's, that it's good. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So people are too, consult, too, uh, too, Obsessed and consoled with what's in it for me, getting things only for themselves and solely for themselves. Okay, I understand that. That basically means people are too consumed with themselves. They basically selfish. <laughs> Let's be honest. Let's call them selfish. Pastor Jacobs already told us our spirits was whores and stuff because our spirits be all open. <laughs> yeah. 
Pastor uh, Pat, and I'm throwing it over to you, and I'm going to give you the same question because I understand that other question was a little weird. I'm going to have to start highlighting these questions and determine which ones is personal and which ones is public. But the question that is on the table right now for the question of the day is, in my people, in my opinion, people are too consumed with dot, dot, dot. Themselves, as Pastor Charles said. Um, <laughs> um, social media has made a lot of us, and I think all of us can be complicit in certain respects, right? I know I had yeah. my friends back in the day, so I ain't going to get here and get all sanctimonious and just act like y'all be doing that. And, 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 and nobody else will be doing it, including the guy that just said it. And I, I reference, of course, this is before your, uh, your, your time, because you, you, you was born uh, two years after this movie was released. Um, There's a scene in the movie Boys in the Hood, classic hood movie, uh, where... They go to Crenshaw on Friday nights and everybody's there, Brother Dwayne. Uh, the uh, the low riders are going up and down. You know how, how California get down. And then they have this philosophical dis- discussion about if God was a woman or a he or and uh, Regina King's character is in there and her and Ice Cube uh, uh, arguing about it. And then Cube goes on this little rant talking about some, yeah, you know, people be always trying to show how hard they are and what they're doing, blah, 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 blah. And then one of his boys popped in and said, man, you be doing that stuff too. He said, yeah, you're right. I be doing it too. I mean, so I think that's kind of how we all got to look at ourselves. Basically, you know, from a standpoint of we all do some of the same stuff that's pet peeves. If we don't do it directly, indirectly, we, we're, in, we're complicit. And I think that we need to get over ourselves and we need to really take a look in the mirror and see how selfish we really are. And also, watch this. And I say this be quiet. We also need to stop feeling so guilty when we do have to uh, look out for ourselves. Because sometimes, you know, um, we let people make us feel guilty because we're looking out for us. We make a decision for ourselves. And guess what people do? When it's time for them to make their decision for themselves, guess what they, what they do? They do it. And they're not going to let you make them feel guilty about that. So that's a word for somebody I bet in this room. Because you got to start understanding. There's a difference in between being caught up in yourself and being, or the scriptures say, thinking too highly of yourself, right? Don't get mad at me because I think highly of myself. Don't get mad because your version of how you think of yourself is lower than mine. You're going to tell me I'm stuck up. No, you have a problem with your self-esteem. The great prophet uh, Cat Williams put it this way, that self-esteem is the esteem of your blankety-blank self. And that's true. No true words have ever been spoken when it understands that there's a lot of self-love and self-worth and, and, and self-respect. You know, look at that, look at that pattern right there. Self-love, self-worth, these things, that's what this conversation has been about. If we had those things in line, false prophets, as Dr. Jacob said, couldn't they couldn't easily deceive us because we wouldn't have that issue of always trying to figure out who's our daddy, who loves us, who don't love us. Who respect us? Who rock with us? Who don't? So we are our own worst enemy. We love ourselves. And that's what the Bible says. Men in these days will be lover of themselves. And no truer words have been spoken by the word of God. All right, I'm out of here. God bless y'all. Sorry I joined the conversation so late. Been busy man. First day of school here in Nashville, by the way. Understandable, understandable. And Pastor Charles, I'm a, we're gonna pray out, but I ain't gonna cap. I'm still a little confused. And granted, I'm glad I ain't that many people in here because I ain't gonna cap.
my my whole question and my whole start of conversation was what does prosthetic mean? Because even we didn't got to a good point in the conversation, but it still ain't gonna stop some of these people from from declaring that oh I'm prosthetic, I'm prosthetic. I don't think this many people in the world is prosthetic. I believe God said He gonna pour out His Spirit on all people, and they gonna prophesy, and their sons and daughters is gonna prophesy and dream dreams and interpret and all the other good stuff. I really believe that by faith, but at the same time, I don't believe that everybody who swear they prosthetic is prosthetic. People just, oh, I'm prophetic. I just, because I'm prophetic. No, baby, you're not prophetic. Just just say you're in alignment with God's word. Just just say you know what God is saying in this season because you feel it in your spirit. I mean, and if we can declare that as prophetic, Pastor Charles, then cool. Everybody prophetic. Let's go ahead and do it like that. But, but then at the same time, then we got to say that everybody got, you know, supernatural intuition. You know what I'm saying? Everybody got supernatural intuition because they hear from God. I don't know. We're going to well, do some research. Hold on. Let's make sure we have the right clarification when you say that, Prophet. The scripture in, Pro- not in Proverbs, I'm sorry, Corinthians says that he wills for everybody to prophesy. But that don't mean that everybody is a prophet because that exactly. is a spiritual gift and assignment and an office from that perspective. So... I think that as uh, Dr. Jacob uh, put it out there, is that not just the prophet, but Pat, honestly, Pat, and hold on, hold on though. If he desires everybody to prophesy, that means prophesy by what? The will of God, right? It's, speaking exactly. to the future, speaking to the future through the will of God, though. Well, but, but I mean, but see, it's, it's because it's, when we look at when we look back at the word, what clairvoyant means, clairvoyant is the ability to prophesy. Clairvoyant means the ability to speak well, of the future. But so on, at the but same we, time, but he 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 told us, and he was right. We we can't make those two things synonymous. Exactly. It, and here's why, uh, or at least synonymous mean they would be a uh, 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 synonym means it's not the exact same thing, but but it's similar. So yeah. let's put it that put it that way. So I think that they are just polar opposites, right? So when you understand that it being everything being polar opposite because clairvoyance in that regard would mean that it's coming from a different spirit. And when a person is clairvoyant, they don't care where they get the information from. They'll go to the witch at Endor, they'll get chakras, they'll go and get rabbit's feet. They do whatever they got to do to get it. Instead of understanding as Peter put it this way, there's only one name under heaven to be saved. Or there's only Jesus said it's, it's a narrow way to salvation. Broadway is destruction. Well, the Broadway touts all those quote unquote spiritual things and spirituality and all the stuff that people like to try to bring into the church. And then when we correct them by scripture, they don't like it. So the truth of the matter is, is that the voice of the prophet or the word of God, the word of knowledge can come to all of us because, and then because you go to first Samuel 19, Saul was looking for David. Saul was ready to kill David. They've been trying to kill David for years. So, uh, the, the the girl, the daughter that he gave to, to David, Mikael, basically hid David and then put uh, 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 put together a distraction in a, uh, you know, a little ghost head. You know, you, you, you see all the time teenagers sneak out of their house and they put the pillars in the bed, act like they're in the bed. Well, uh, she invented that because she put, she, not only did she do that, but she put some goat hair up there to make it look like he was sleeping in the bed. And then we went looking for him all uh, he's sick, you know, but he had already left. And then when the word had got out that he had went to a place where the prophets was, then Saul sent his men. 
And then them men started prophesying with the prophets. And then Saul said, okay, so where y'all, how come y'all ain't brought me his head yet? All the people, you said mm-hmm. up there, they up there prophesying and carrying on with the prophets. Yeah. And Saul got so mad. Right. So Saul got so mad, he went up there to see what was going on. And guess what he started doing? Prophesying. Prophesy. And then what happened? See, and that's my thing, though, Pat, because everybody in this season can prophesy. I believe that. I'm down for that. But at the end of the day, I want everybody to understand, and that's what we were trying to talk about early, is the source of that. You know what I'm saying? Because if everybody is prophesying, that is not prophesying then. You know what I'm saying? you just being clairvoyant. That's my no, whole no, point. No, 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 because no, no, no. I don't think on, everybody on. is going to prophesy by the Spirit of God. Everybody hold can on, pop, prophesy, but, but, but I don't on, believe everybody is going to prophesy through the Spirit of God. But, but, but here's the error in that statement. The error in the statement is that, see, what we have done is, and, and I was this is what I was teaching last week. We try to play dress up with the gifts of God, which in Ephesians 4, he tells us how God gave those gifts. We don't get to go pick a gift and act like, oh, that's what I am. But that's what a lot of people do. Yeah. So in the prophetic community now, because the prophetic gift has been brought to the limelight and to the forefront, and then now we... With, with, with set trick and saying he a prophet and he ain't and she is and she ain't because you can prophesy and, and all those things could be true but the spirit of prophecy as Revelation 19 talks about verse 10 talks about that it testifies of Jesus and when a prophet or a so called self proclaim or whatever prophet that say they present themselves if they're only telling you about the future and glad tidings and those kind of things only that's the dominant that's 97 percent of what they do they're not a, they're not a prophet because they don't correct they don't exhort they don't build up they don't tear down they don't point to christ that's that that is the the litmus test to let you know as i say to matthew 7 jesus gives you he gives you the job description of a false prophet and yet people still get get tricked and as, prof, as Dr. Jacob said, the reason why is because you're so hungry for a word that you can get from God from yourself from but just by walking with him. You know, there's been times God will give me a word and then somebody will call me and I'll know that it's from God because God had already told me. That don't always happen like that because sometimes God tell me stuff that he don't tell nobody but me. Or when I'm praying for people, when I'm doing ministry here on this app and there's a couple of people that's been in my room on Sundays and Wednesdays when God allows me to prophesy. Oh man, Dr. Patton, you accurate. I don't get off into all that stuff about, oh, I'm accurate and all this and the third. That don't even really matter to me. What matters to me is that I'm, the gift is being used in me as a prophetic voice, as a prophet, to speak the word. And not only speak the word from the futuristic span standpoint, but many will tell you when they come in my room, a lot of correction comes out of me when i prophesy that's how i know and most times what we try to do is we come up with these rules oh this one is a prophet this one ain't and the truth of the matter is god knows what gifts he gave to whoever and guess what he also knows when our raggedy behind stand before him if we've been out here playing dress up with the gifts and living whatever lifestyle whether you're an apostle or a prophet teacher evangelist you know or pastor you're going to have to give an account for what you did with that gift. And if you understand the Bible for real, as uh, James said, some of this stuff, if you really understood, you wouldn't be trying to be whatever gift you're trying to put, because we're going to be held to another standard. 
And all of us are held to that standard because that the gift of of, of of the not only the prophetic runs through all fivefold gifts, but then that means that James' words are true. All of us are connected to one of the fivefold gifts. All of us are. So here's the truth: when you have to stand before God and give an account of that, then He ain't gonna be throwing around all these different terms that we be trying to talk about or we try to discuss. Uh. Uh-uh. It's going to be, this is what you was, this is what you did, this is what I'd expect it, and it's going to either be depart from me or come up higher. That's a message that has slipped out of the church because everybody's okay, everybody's right, everybody got their thing, and just because you can draw folks and because you can raise money or you got, you got influence, you think that God is always in it. Nothing could be further from the truth. That's going to be the shock. That's why the prophet Malachi called and Micah called the day of the Lord that great and terrible, dreadful day. Why? Because it's going to be some folks, and I'll be quiet after I say this here, but I was watching the Hall of Fame speeches this weekend, and I was watching DeMarcus Ware, who played at Troy State in Alabama, and his story is so powerful because that was the only scholarship that he got was from Troy University. He took that one opportunity, turned it into a Hall of Fame career. But what he said that struck me that was so powerful was that he talked about how he nearly made some mistakes and the grace of God on his life caused him not to go through those things because he knew that he had a prophetic call on his life. It's what he was essentially saying. He didn't say it directly like that, but that's what that's how I took it and how I perceived it. And it was so powerful for him to be standing there talking about that and sharing the word of God in that type of uh, place and thanking God and overly sharing his faith. So from that perspective, when you see people move in those directions and you see the fruit to what the prophetic or what the fivefold gifting is supposed to be versus what we be doing, we be fighting about it all the time and you ain't this, you ain't this, and this is that, this is this. And God is in there like, no, I ain't in none of that. But I'm in stuff that you think I'm not in. I picked the boy that is rooted and that's young as 14, 15 in the back of a uh, of a, a field taking care of his dad's sheep trying to stay alive i'll make him king that's why god picks and selects what he does and the stuff that we anoint the stuff that we say oh god has got to have his hands on that god ain't got his hands on it we gonna man we gotta be careful about these kind of conversations because that term clairvoyant is a term rooted in witchcraft it's rooted in the dark arts and stuff that has no business being even uh, driving down the same street, in the same car, down the, in the same vicinity as the mouthpiece of how we hear from God. That's the part, brother, that you got to really lean into because people can prophesy. Anybody can prophesy. And that's fine. Great. Prophesy. But I hope to doggone well for you. That if you are a member of the body of Christ, and all of us are in this room, I would assume, and whatever gift that you are, throw that aside. Because Jesus told them, he said, look, you ought to rejoice that your name is in the Lamb Book of Life. That's more important than you being accurate. That's more important than you baptizing a thousand people. That's more important than you preaching the stadiums. Because that don't mean nothing. For you to go in uh, uh, doing all of that, then you, stay, you stand before God, and he said, I don't even know you. That's why, again, the prophet described it as the great and terrible day. That's more important. 
and knowing the difference in between clairvoyant, prophetic, uh, discerning, and all this other stuff that people can do and manifesting folks, the stuff that's already doing, and they don't bit more no Exactly, because they're going to get caught up in it. That's right. Because manifesting is a natural thing nowadays. They teach manifestation everywhere nowadays. Yeah. They got whole manifestation cultures. But then some of them, oh, yeah, we we Christians, we saved, we, we, but we're going to teach you how to manifest. You got to come to my, my class for 250 and I'm going to teach you how to manifest. But I see a church on Sunday. Yeah, and then check this out, Prophet. They'll pay for the two fifty, two hundred fifty dollar class, and then come to church, come to Pastor Charles Church, and won't even won't even give ten dollars. You know, that that's where we at. But we ought to be of good cheer, because Jesus said He overcame the world. That means that we can do it too. His word makes us clean. Come on, John fifteen. And when we understand it from that perspective, if we really let His word make us clean, then when we operate in whatever of the gifts, either of the nine gifts of the spirit or within the, whatever the fivefold gifting that you actually are and you identify with and you know it and you operated it, then we ought to be checking your fruit. If you're a prophet for real, you're going to have some fruit. If you're an apostle for real, you're going to have some fruit and, and, and going down the list of the gifts. If you are those things, it will have fruit. You may not produce the same fruit as this person. We can't compare fruit baskets, but at least, you know, uh, if you only birth one baby as an evangelist, well, we know you're an evangelist because you led somebody to Christ. Or if you're a prophet and you speak for God, then not only did you uh, tell some people some things about their future, but you corrected their current condition. That's true. Right. So right. that's what we ought to be talking about, at least for me. I mean, you could be clairvoyant, you could be whatever. I don't care. <laughs> I'm looking at the truth. I'm looking at the truth. And as I said last week, if I come up on your tree and you're telling me you're a fig tree and from afar you look like one, and then I get up on you and you ain't got no fruit. Then I know you ain't what you say you are. That's just weaving your hair. That look real good until you take, or that's a wig. It look real good until you take that wig off and we see what your hair really look like. But I'm sorry, ladies. Let me do that. But just yeah. <laughs> Pat, let gonna, me Somebody's going to be mad at me. <laughs> I see Keith came in. Keith, let me just hear your voice. We finna in the room, but just say, hey, how you doing? He probably talking to somebody about their insurance in Keith do insurance too? He works for an insurance company. He don't do, he don't sign policy. He works for he, 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 uh, you. You ever watch that uh, R&B Money podcast? I haven't. With Tank, oh man, it is so interesting. Uh, they interviewed uh, KC from uh, Jodeci, and uh, he tells the story of how uh, that first album, that's classic that's got Forever My Lady and Come and Talk to Me and all this stuff, how those songs got written. I mean, really interesting stuff. And he has. In the back channel. Yeah, I put it, I, I sent it to you. But um, he tells the story of how they did it and how they made it, but then he, he, he gives this comparison. He says, if there was no Marvin Winans, there would be no R. Kelly. And I nearly fell out of my seat. And I was driving. And I said, man, I've always thought that R. Kelly sounded like Marvin Winans. Always thought that. And yeah, I said, I don't want to think it. But anyway, it's, it's, it's a great podcast. They interview all kind of folks. I mean, from Babyface to, you know, uh, Tyrese. And they tell some really good stories, man, about the business and just kind of how they came up with the songs and uh, all kind of stuff. So, check it out. Put it in the back, John. Put it in the back. 
Mama Lynn said, put it in the chat. <laughs> all right, all right. Well, listen, uh, Mama Lynn, did you get a chance to answer the question of the other day and give your final remarks on the conversation? No, sir, I had to dip, but what was it? Okay, I said, um, give your final remarks, and then question of the day was, what are people too consumed, like, too consumed with? If people are consumed with too much, what is it? Want to be prophesied to? I'm weak. <laughs> hey, just, just, just talk to the Lord. He, he the best prophet it is. Okay. Uh, not only that, they just too consumed with nonsense. Just nonsense. I mean, we got a lot of work to do as Christians, but hey. A lot, lot of, you you worried about nonsense, you know. Don't make no sense. Uh, just lead your people, lead your people in the right way. Let's go. Uh, great conversation. Like I said, I had to get uh, some of it. I agree with some of it. I disagree with. But uh, other than that, y'all have. a Good one, and Dr. Patton, I hope you ain't left the room, but I haven't forgot you. I just had a lot on my plate, and I'm, I'm slowly beginning to get it cleared out. So, um, love y'all. Well, awesome. Thank you so much, Mama Lynn. I appreciate it. I really, really do. Listen, I tell everybody all the time, I, one of the things that I also believe that God is doing in this room is making a slow impact, not only in communities, uh, but in the body of Christ. I believe that not only does this room impact us and our individual states, cities, and regions, but I believe that it's impacting our churches. It's impacting our businesses. And I believe by faith that as we continue to stay together and believe in each other and continue to support each other, God is going to not only continue to grow this ministry, but he's going to continue to grow every person in this room. And I really believe that. I really, really believe that. With that being said, though, it's time for us to go ahead and get on off of here. Remember, if you want to uh, connect, become a partner, if you want to attend those trailblazer classes that we do on Thursdays, feel free to click the link above, partner, so, or if you ever want to send in a question or have a topic that you want to discuss, you can also send that link in or send that topic in, and we'll be willing to answer your question uh, live in the clubhouse room anonymously because we don't want to put people business out there like that. But yeah, that's all my announcements. That's all I'm going to give. Dr. Charles, if you're there, can you pray us out real quick, and then we're going to end the room. If not, I'm going to throw it over to Dr. Patton. Dr. Patton, you there? Ain't nothing in the means of God here to pray. Okay, it's cool. I pray I was. Father God, in the name of Jesus, we thank you for this room. God, we thank you for everything that was released in this room. God, we ask that you'll continue to cover this room and every person under the sound of our voice. God, allow them to continue to be blessed. Allow them to continue to walk in overflow. God, we ask that you'll continue to grant them with checks, clients, raises, bonuses, sales, and commission. God, give them new opportunity. Allow new doors to open for them, oh God, and allow them to meet us again here as we wake up again with the prophet tomorrow morning at 8 a.m. I love you guys. I'm praying for you guys. I hope you have a peaceful, prosperous, and productive day, and I'll see you again tomorrow morning. I love you, and this room is ending in three, two, one. Bye.